Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome aboard National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. Or should we start calling this show the National Jalen Hurts Show? I don't know. I mean, you guys, you guys are under some impression. That when every time you come here, the, the, it's Jalen Hurts, three hours of bashing. I've got content all over, and none of it has to do. But why do you only hear that? Why do you guys only hear this? I think this is going to be a very interesting week, my friends. Because you know why? Is this a trap game for the Eagles as they get ready for you-know-who on the other side? Who would that be? Wait a minute. The Cowboys? The Cowboys are on the other side of this game, and you got to travel on the road to go play the Cardinals. Interesting. No, this can't be a trap game because you guys have dubbed this thing. Xander's already with the Kool-Aid. He's drunk every time I see him at 3 o'clock. Hey, man, Jalen, he's 88 touchdowns this year, 57 million per. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. Is this a week where you go like this? How you doing? Okay. Hurts sucks. He doesn't suck, man. Come on. I never said that. He's better than a tuna fish sandwich. I will give you that. All right. (laughs) We're going to, hey, I do have some interesting comments. I've got the entire list of all Eagle free agents at the end of the year. Some are unrestricted. Some are restricted. But I've got the list, and I want to get you guys thumbs up or thumbs down what Howie's going to do. We'll take a look at week five of the NFL. My rankings, my top 10 quarterbacks. So far, the first month of the season. And sorry, folks, but I don't go by record. I go by people you've played, record, your importance to a team. I've got your top 10 right here. Also, because we didn't really have a great visit with Gary Cobb, 4.30, we're going to revisit Fox 29's Gary Cobb. But also, we are working on Jim Kelly. Jim's at the doctor's office. I want to get the quarterback on because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask Jim Kelly, an NFL Hall of Famer, what he thinks of Jalen Hurts. Let's get Jim Kelly's thoughts. One of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. What do you think, Jim? Four straight AFC championship wins. I get it. I know what the ending to that sentence is. Still something you'll never see ever again. Hey, Cooper Rush, double O. Could he be on that list? Okay. Matthew, thank you. Jim Kelly, who's going through cancer treatments, as you guys know, and why he's not doing network television anymore. We're hoping to get him on and talk to him a little bit about the quarterback play in the NFL and get his thoughts. Harry, people hate Sills for hating on the Eagles, but he just has high standards. 
Harry, that's a great way to start this, man. That's exactly right. No, no, no. Harry, know this. It's not hating on the Eagles. If you're a championship team, the little things matter. If you're a team like the Jags or in rebuild or the Jets, talking about Zach Wilson not playing well every week, he's a young kid, the coach is young, the staff is young. Let's see how this thing plays out. That would be more my mentality. The Jets are not a championship conversation team. I wouldn't be talking like that with them. But with the Eagles, people have now these expectations of bracketed around the team. I happen to think they play in the second worst division in the NFL, the NFC East. Nobody thinks the three and one New York Giants are better than the two and two Buccaneers. Nobody thinks the three and one Giants are better than the two and two Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody in their right mind thinks that. Nobody. Well, they have a three and one record, Dan. So what? So what? This thing's got a lot to play out here. Bucks have problems. The Bucks have Brady. The Bucks have Brady, dude. Hey, and by the way, as much as everyone loves Jalen, the Bucks have Brady and you have Jalen Hurts. I don't know. I'll take the guy down there in Tampa. Okay? We'll get to that. We'll get to that here in a minute. How many people think this could be a trap game, this Cardinal game? Oh, I do. Got to go on the road. Feeling good about yourself. Injuries are starting to play a little bit of an issue on the team. We'll find out. It didn't rear its head in the previous game here this past Sunday against the Jags. But we may see that over the next couple weeks as injuries on all teams start to pile up. We'll see. I don't know yet. I'm not saying that it will. Are the Eagles better than the Cardinals? Yes. By a bit. I would say a lot, but by a bit. Murray at home, though, versus Jalen on the road? I don't know. That could be a push. That could be a push. Um, Zach Ertz versus Dallas Goddard. Pretty intriguing. I think Goddard's better. There's no DeAndre Hopkins. Hollywood Brown has played better the last two weeks. How about the Cardinal defense? I don't know. I think the Eagles have a better defense. Okay? So I think better coach. I think the Eagles have a better coach. Sirianni over Cliff Kingsbury. I'll take that. So all in all, it should be 5-0 and going into that Dallas game. We shall see how they play with the lead. And what I mean by that is, how do you play when you're now the bullseye? Before you were going, actually, you're still going after Dallas because you haven't proven anything yet against the Cowboys. It's been years since you've proven anything against that team. Right now, it's just conversation, innuendo, hope, maybes, and ifs when you talk Cowboys. Because reality is they've killed you. Um, so until that game happens, you, you're just pie in the sky in it and wishful thinking. Because you think you're better. Well, you got to go prove it in a few weeks. Okay? Two weeks, you got to prove that. You're not there yet. Okay? You're not, you're not there yet. When you get on the football field 
and probably shaping up to be the game of the year. Cowboys and Eagles. That looks like it's shaping up to be the game of the year. Okay? Yeah, but hey, Cowboys been owning us. But Nick, you want that. Great. Let the Cowboys and all the media people love them and do all that. Let the Cowboys have all that. You don't need that shit. Let them have it. Oh, Cowboys are this. I think you're better too. I think you're better too. Now, I would say this. Is your defense better than the Cowboy defense? Your, the pass rusher on the Cowboy, Cowboys is superior to your pass rusher. The Cowboys, for the first time since 1973, have given up 19 or fewer points. It's one of the best units in the league. And on top of that, they've actually played a tougher opponent. Your toughest opponent has been the Minnesota Vikings. They played Brady. And they helped Brady and that Buccaneer team to some pretty low points. I think they have a better corner than you do. Um, and I think they have a better defensive coordinator than you. Dan Quinn's a hell of a coordinator. I don't, I, I think Jonathan Gannon's okay. By the way, I broke a two pair of glasses, so I'm down to my Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. Okay? Just do me a favor there. I'm down to my Sally. Uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. I broke both of them right before I was getting ready to go on too. Okay. Something grown in big D. I don't know, man. Hassan Reddick, defensive player of the year. Yeah. Okay. Right. Third team is a charm, right, dude? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Love himself. Sure you do, Matthew. What's his name's going through a divorce. I saw that. It's very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Who has a better defense? Eagles or the Cowboys? Six NFC championship games, two Super Bowls, and one Super Bowl champion. Say we own Dallas since 95. Jesus, 95. Let's see, man. How old was I in 95? Did they even have the internet in 95? Way to go back far, dude. <laughs> Not the last 10 years. Seven to 10, they've crushed you in your own building. <laughs> Eagles have a better defense. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Eagles lead in sacks and turnovers. Yeah, when you play shitty teams, it usually happens. Parsons, no sacks last two games. You're right, Maniac. You take Reddick. I'll take Michael Parsons because you think now he's better because he's got better stats. Was that right? Uh-huh. Did you know Reddick? Has most forced fumbles since 2020, and he's working on his third team. I love it. That is a great stat. Look at what that guy said. Reddick has the most forced fumbles, and yet he's working on his third team. Gee. Eagles defense is deeper. You're right. You're right. Eagles defense is deeper. Seals is now a Cowboy fan. I am not a Dallas Cowboy fan. Even though I played there, I'm not a Cowboy fan. Reddick slander is real. What slander? I think he's a bum. Big Sills, don't you like us OG? What do you mean, man? You guys are nuts. Slay and Bradbury are better than Diggs. Sills, CTE's kicking in. R really? Slay's been injured the last two games. 
What are you talking about? You got to play to be considered the best. I didn't say you didn't have the best talent. Slay hasn't played. Reddick revenge game. That's right. One of the teams that whacked him and let him walk out the building because they couldn't figure out what to do with him. Yeah, this is revenge. Okay. Did we skip Arizona? I don't know. Maybe they will. Hey, Seals, Dallas cheerleaders or Philly cheerleaders? I like girls with a little bit of um, attitude, so I'm taking the Philly cheerleaders. Okay? I'm going to take the Philly cheerleaders because they would do probably what my wife said. Hey, I play with the Cowboys. She went like this. Who gives a shit? And I married her. Been with her 33 years. <laughs> so I'm going to go Eagles. You know, I like girls with a little bit of attitude and tell you, you know, I have to go somewhere. You know? Sills was breaking. I, mean, I was just wondering if we had internet back in 95. Reddick in his last two games. Man, this is getting even better, man. This is getting even better. All right. Let's go over that list of free agents that you guys. Hey, let me ask you something here. What's your Super Bowl window you think you have with this football team? What do you think your Super Bowl window is? One, two years? What do you think it is? Brian says this year. Three to five years. Really? Where do you say? How, how would you say? How would you think that? The next decade? Two years, GT. I'm going to side with GT. Rage this year? Biggest free agent stands. <laughs> Four years, five years, two to three. I think most of you are right in the same category as I am. Five years. Come on, Nick. Half that team's gone maybe next year. Half that team's gone. Well, because, you know, it's Philly and it's Howie. And these guys will take haircuts to stay in Philadelphia. People like getting paid. Like, I love the conversation people have about Jalen Hurts. Well, Jalen, you know, he'll he'll take a pay cut because it's just who he is. You think those people at Clutch Sports do that? Taking pay cuts? You think that's how they made that agency, taking pay cuts? Or getting the max money for their clients? Yeah, that's right. Ah, we'll cut you a deal. Don't worry. $15 million right off the top. Hey, then we'll cut a deal. Let's get it done. <laughs> okay. They're going to overcharge for Jalen. Are you kidding me? When you go into a place, you're trying to sell your home. You always try selling it for more of what the value is. Why wouldn't they go in going, we want $55 million. Market's going to change next year. Cap's going up. Okay. Pay cut. I mean, right? So let's do this. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Howie. And bringing these guys back. And then you tell me what you think the window is. Let's see how many starters are here. Before I start naming. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Fletcher Cox. 14 million bucks. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Howie Roseman. Does he bring them back? I say 
Bye-bye, Fletcher. There's one starter gone. Thumbs up? Okay? You think... Thumbs down. You think they're bringing Fletcher Cox back at $14 million next year with a new contract? He's only on a one-year deal. Take into account the cap. Oh, I am taking into it. But you got to deal with a quarterback. Bro, your money's going to be spent on your quarterback. You got to worry about that thing first. Fletcher's gone. But that's a good thing. Okay. White draft Davis. Correct. He's gone. Javon Hardgrave. Free agent. 13 million bucks. Thumbs up, thumbs down. That's how we bring him back. Cox will take a pay cut. <laughs> Why would he when he can go somewhere else and be a Dominic Sue and make $14 million somewhere else? Why would he? Why in his right mind would he do that? When he could go out in the open market and potentially get the same money somewhere else. That's what Dominic Sue did. After leaving Detroit, he gets that big giant deal in Miami. Then he becomes a gypsy. He goes to the Rams. Then he turns around and he signs with the Buccaneers. Raiders may end up signing him. Hardgrave, restru- oh, restructuring. Re- oh, they're going to restructure. Okay. Yeah. I think they restructure. What if Hardgrave's a pro bowler, though? Wouldn't you want to go in the open market to get more money and look at the market? I'm going to side with you guys in restructuring. Hardgrave is disappointment? I don't think so. I don't think so, man. I think he's been your most productive down lineman the last two years in your interior. I, I don't think so. I thought he ran out of gas a little bit in the second half of the season last year, but I don't know. I think he's playing pretty good this year. I'm going to say restructure. Okay? James Bradbury, 7.25. And a wanted position in free agency, a corner. You ain't getting him back for 7.25. This guy wanted 15 million bucks. No, 12. He wanted 12 million bucks in New York, and they said no. Okay? You're not bringing him back for anything less than 12 to 14 million. Another starter gone. You're not bringing it. You're not getting him back. He's going to go on the open market, get $15 million, because you know why? Corners, edge rushers, pass rushers, wide receivers, O-linemen, and quarterbacks. They get paid. Those are the premium positions in the NFL today. Okay? Woo! Bradbury, gone. Isaac Sayamalo. By the way, so far, if you guys are saying, the ones that are saying bringing them all back, <laughs> there's 27 million. There's 34 million. There's $34 million just in three players. Just in three players. Just remember that as the money gets added up over here, Howie's got to balance the books, too. Don't forget that. You got to balance the books, dude. 
And you got to think about three years from now. You got to think about Jalen's contract. You got to think about Devontae Smith's future contract. You don't want to be the Cowboys in two years. So you've got to, you, you've got to think about that right now. You've got to think about that. Okay? Remember, keep, this is what Howie does. I love that, Joshua. You've got to protect your quarterback. Isaac Sayamalu. You think restructure? Would Sayamalu restructure a contract? Would he restructure a deal? We draft Isaac's replacement. Okay, let's take him off the list. There's another starter gone. That's three starters out of four guys I mentioned gone. Okay. Here's an injury that's now playing a part with Malata being injured. Let's get the flex here. TJ Epps. Hertz will be resigned. We'll draft an edge and corner in the first round. Running back later. Got to let old folks go to bring in the new. You're letting a lot of experience and starters go, Flex. You're not just going to replace guys and think you're going to get the same result here. Oh, and by the way, this is a look how many free agents we have to go through yet. And let me say this to you. Let's add this to the list. Another starter, you're going to have 10 starters potentially gone. Jason Kelsey's not coming back. He's out. This is it. Now, you've got a replacement. Hard to replace that experience, though. He's gone. Okay. You got plenty of linemen. You got a lot of talent there. Get the best coach in the NFL, no doubt. You don't think you miss anything with Jason Kelsey not being in your huddle? You, you, you really don't think. Ask the Rams how they feel about having new dudes in their O-line. Did you see that 49er team kicking their ass last night? Hey, and by the way, congratulations, Garoppolo. You're officially 39-16 and 16 as a starting quarterback, and you saved the Niners' season like I said you would. Big Seals, who would you use the franchise tag on? Steven, I'll, I'll, I'll put that out there, tag. Let me get through the free agents first, though. And by the way, I, Sean, I do think Jurgens is very capable of stepping in there. It wouldn't, hey, get this. It would not shock me if Jason Kelsey comes back to the Eagles as some sort of consultant with the O-line and goes into coaching and is with Stoutland. If you, or it goes into the front office, okay? Or it goes into the front office. I, 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 I think the Eagles are going to keep him around. Okay. This injury here is more significant now, isn't it? Andre Dillard. You know, Andre Dillard makes three million bucks. They make he makes three million bucks as a backup in Philadelphia. It's a lot of money. Imagine what this kid would get on the open market, or if you traded him when he comes back healthy and you got to the trading deadline. You get a first round draft choice for this guy. Coached by Jeff Stoutland. Dillard's gone. He's not a starter, but he's a significant piece because he's the first guy off the bench. So of the five guys I mentioned, four are not coming back. One's on a restructure. How many years you say your window is? Kaiser White, three million bucks. Free agent. 
you got to make a decision here. Who are you signing? TJ Edwards or Kaiser White? You know, TJ Edwards makes 2.15 million bucks this year. Kaiser makes three. Those two dudes on the open market would double their pay. How he's not doubling their pay? Maybe TJ. Kaiser's gone. You think he, you think Kaiser White's going to come back for what, 3.5, 4 million bucks? I mean, you got Dean? Okay, that makes it even more evident than one of these guys are gone. Is it Edwards? Or is it Kaiser White? Who do you who do you get rid of? TJ Edwards is better than White. Keeping TJ. I'm keeping TJ too. I'm letting Kaiser White walk because I got Dean. Okay. Another starter gone. Sign. I agree with you on TJ. Guy's a tackling machine. He's been your best defensive football player. So, of the seven guys, I got TJ Edwards signed. Hardgrave restructuring. Fletcher, Bradbury, Sayamalo, Dillard, and White gone. Oh, you think when you have success, you take less money? Players don't do that. You do that when you have Tom Brady. You don't do that anywhere else. Nobody does that. Okay? Nobody does that. Football players' lives are not long. Boston Scott, 1.75, free agent. What do you do with him? Kind of is important what they're going to think about doing with Sanders. Yeah, Bradbury will come back for 7.25 at a cornerback position if he makes the Pro Bowl, where if he goes in the open market, you see what Nick says? If he goes in the open market, you're going to pay an excess of $15 million for a lockdown corner who goes to the Pro Bowl. Howie's not paying $15 million for Bradbury. Scott, gone. Zach Pascal, 1.5. What do you do? I bring him back. How much money could this guy be? Zach Pascal. Give him an extra what? 500 grand? $750,000? He's a number three. Right? I, 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 I re sign him and I think he stays. I re sign him for what? Two and a half? I'm all right with that. Cap's going up, right? Miles Sanders, 1.34 million bucks. For a guy that's on pace for 1,500 yards, what do you think the Eagles do with him? He's averaging 89 yards a game, which comes out to 15-13. And he would be in the running for the rushing title in the NFL this year. Miles is definitely back. At what price? 
what price do you think a running back with 1,500 yards in the open market would get? $7 million? You think Howie's signing him for $7 million? Five times what he's making now? That's why when, hey, running backs got to get their money today. <laughs> he makes 1.3. Zach Pascal makes more money than Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is off to a phenomenal start. This is bag of money time here. Okay. Someone goes like this, Sills. You can get 1,500 yards behind this line of script. Okay. So then you're letting Miles Sanders go then, right? Miles Sanders, gone. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Jesus, man. Six starters gone. CJ, guy you just got from New Orleans. You want to hear this? You're not getting guard. You're not getting CJ back. At $826,000? How much do you think you're going to pay him? And by the way, I think this guy's going to be important against Kyler Murray this week. How much do you think he's going to want to get in the open market? $826,000 is his base salary. Okay? What are you paying him? $3 million? $4 million? Howie and the owner have to open up the checkbook, it looks like to me. Only running backs we ever re-signed were McCoy and Westbrook, says Flex. Resign Gardner Johnson. We pay him. 18 million. Wow. Eight million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Hey, and by the way, he is your protection if Bradbury leaves. He is your protection, isn't he? You could drop him over there at the cornerback position if Bradbury decides to go and take more money. Yeah, you got to that's I you know what? I would resign him. I would resign him because if Bradbury wants to go out cuz Bradbury, hey, he left the Giants, he'll leave the Eagles. He'll leave them. He wants to be paid, man. And CJ gives you the ability to move him over to the to the corner spot. Cap space, dude. I get you. It's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing here. And tasty. Yeah, because they got him in the slot. But he can play corner. Marcus Epps, $672,000. What would you pay him in the offseason? Or would you? What would you do with him? Marcus at 672. What would you pay him? What would you pay him? Three million, four million? Whew. Jesus Christ. Let's do this here. Okay, look how much money you've saved. There's 34 there. Well, restructuring to deal with Hardgrave. You're gonna you're gonna lose, say Amalo and Bradbury. There's 12 off the books. You're gonna lose Kaiser White and Dillard. There's another six. There's 18. Scott's gone. There's 19. CJ, you bring back. 
Marcus Epps, do you keep him? You're going to pay Marcus Epps $15 million? <laughs> I, I think you bring back Epps on a good deal. I think he stays. Okay, so you resign and resign. Re what about Gardner Minshew? He's a free agent. What would you pay Gardner Minshew? Got to be careful here. You pay Gardner Minshew money. Gardner Minshew wants out. He don't want to stay here. So that's why you have to trade him. You got to trade him before March 18th. Because once he's a free agent, he's out. He ain't resigning with Philly. This guy could start places. This, why would he, in the world, would he start? Minshew's gone. One of the best um, substitute teachers is gone. Look at all the guys with the lines in them that are going to be gone off your football team at the end of this year. So I ask you again about this year's Super Bowl window. What do you think the window is with this team? How he's built this team on one-year deals. In an aging old line. The thing that saves the whole building are the skilled people. This is different than what it was in 17. You don't have older veteran guys in the old line like you do. Well, Lane's got two years. Kelsey's gone. Um, say Amalu's gone. So think about that for a minute. Your center and your right guard are gone. Okay. Your center and right guard are gone. Your backup, first guy off the bench is gone. Your running back's gone. And you have Jalen, AJ, and Devontae Smith to work with, which is great. Not saying that. And the most important thing in the building, you have Jeff Stoutland. Okay? You have Jeff Stoutland. No, no, no. It's not gloom and doom. It's you got to get this done now. You don't have five years to win a Super Bowl. And the more pieces that you have around Jalen, he needs it. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not one of these other quarterbacks that can have four awful old linemen like Joe Burrow in Cincinnati and take a team to the Super Bowl. If Jalen doesn't have that old line in Philly, Looks like Tyrod Taylor playing ball. But because he's got that dominant old line in front of him, like you said, anybody can run 1,500 yards. Try doing that when you got four shitty old linemen out of five and then take your team to the Super Bowl. That's why Joe Burrow's going to make $500 million and $55 million a year is because who that guy is and as accomplished as he is already in his young early career. You're going to pay that guy $55 million. That's why you're building indoor facilities. And people are buying season tickets again in Cincinnati. It's because of Joe Burrow. Okay? Haters going to hate. There's no hating. What's hating? This is reality. Jesus, criminy guy. Haven't you ever heard a talk show that goes over everything on a football team? There's decisions that have to be made when it comes to building and keeping and maintaining. That's why you don't see repeat champions in the NFL because all of this has to go into consideration when you're building a team. What do you think? This is college? There's no free agency? What, what, what do you... 
every year it's a new team. That's why what New England did was remarkable. They had three dynasties inside of 22 years. Building and keeping and maintaining is one of the most difficult things to do. Look at even Howie. Howie's 2017 team disintegrated in front of him. From the coach to the quarterback to the players to the record. It disintegrated in four years. What we're trying to do here is point out, let's not let that happen again and pour proper cement so that the foundation is stable. I don't think you guys are, you're you're taking this conversation once again a wrong way. These are the things that they have to go into consideration when you're talking about resigning players like Sayamalo, TJ Edwards, thinking about what Jalen's contract is going to be and what it's going to look like. How are you going to structure that? How does that impact A.J. Brown down the line? And when people keep going, Dynasty, this is not a football team that's built on draft choices. You're built on one-year deals. This is not a young team. You're young at wideout, quarterback, the left side of your O-line, the entire right side of your old line is aging veterans from the center on over. You make it sound like there's like 25-year-old guys on the team. Your two tackles, like 30 million, and are free agents. And the guys behind them, two of them are free agents. One of your corners is a free agent, and your slot corner or safety is also a free agent. Those are all one-year deals. I haven't watched in a bit. When did you turn heel? How is, what, what is healing on? Nobody's not, I'm, there's no healing. This is a convert. Jesus, criminy. What is the healing on? What am I saying to you? Is this something you, oh, I see. It's something you guys don't want to face because you're 4-0. Oh, I got it now. I got it. It's 4-0. I get it. You don't want to hear about the business side of it on what you have to do to maintain this. You want to let this thing fall in again and have the the floor fall in like it did after 17. And then you're going to wonder why your team's four wins because you're built on one-year deals. It's not a heel. It's reality. You want to know a team that's built and young? Buffalo. You know why? They spent 10 years of stinking out loud and having first-round draft choices and high picks. Okay? I mean, look at the Rams. Holy cow. You know, I'll tell you this. What I just pointed out with the Eagles, look at a Rams situation. Dude, they lose one or two players. What did I tell you? The Rams don't look good. 49ers beat them up last night. I don't think that team's making the playoffs. Aaron Donald was kind of good last night. The Rams O-line because they can't pay everybody. And once you get a significant injury in Los Angeles with the Rams, that team's toast. If Cooper Cup goes down, they're done. If Ramsey goes down, they're finished. Dude, the 49ers are a better team than them. 
okay? 49ers, it's not really T car. It's not really a critic. When you're a champion, act like it and talk like it. Champions don't worry about maintaining and staying, okay? You talk about it because this is what we have to do to continue the success for the football team moving forward. Those shitty teams like the Jets, the Bears, what what do you think their fan base is talking about? If Justin Fields is the guy. What a terrible conversation that is. Jalen now has made this... Here, I'll, I'll make this point even more, and hopefully it sticks. Do you know why we're talking like this now? Because Jalen's made it possible. Because the dominant conversation right now, after the first four weeks, is not Jalen Hurts, the quarterback. It's maintaining the parts around Jalen Hurts. That's what it is. Okay? The good organizations plan out, like the Steelers, the gold standard in the NFL. They're the gold standard. That's how you continue to self-develop. How many times do you see them getting free agents? I mean, the Steelers are notoriously not in that market. Who's their biggest free agent they've ever had? Uh, I had to think Jerome Bettis. Okay, and, and maybe now Mitchell Trubisky. They, they develop and draft their own guys all the time. That's what they do, and it's been a benchmark. Neil Donahue, um, all them guys. All the Eagles have to do is franchise tag, but they don't use the franchise tag. Okay, they don't use the tag. And again, folks, I'm not, this is not, this is talking, I asked you a question, what you thought your window is. And I pointed out to you that at the end of the year, your 2023 Eagle team is going to look completely different than what this team looks like. You're not, you don't have these guys for the next three years. You got potentially nine guys who you got hard decisions to make and you got to pay a quarterback. Now, if you're winning, all of that is good stuff. Chances some of the guys restructure, take less on a salary and more on a more on a bonus is positive. But that you got to win too. And I don't mean this. James Bradbury's not coming back if they win the NFC East and they get bounced in the opening round. They make it to the NFC Championship game. He might feel they're close. It may take a small haircut. That's how players will do it. Let me come back and run it back. I'll sign a three-year deal, two-year with an option. Player option, too, to boot. He's not overall that old. Um, yeah, man, I think it's interesting conversation. It's not a rip. This is not a rip. Don't take it that way. Howie's got a lot of work to do. Is all I'm saying. He's got a ton of work. And that window you're talking about, so you want to replace Miles Sanders in the draft. Like Flex says, you want to replace Isaac Sayamalo in the draft. You want to replace Bradbury in the in, in free agency or in the draft. You want to replace, you got to get a backup quarterback next year because Minshew ain't going to stay in Philly. He's a free agent too. Your top backup. By the way, they're going to trade him by the trading deadline. They're not going to let him become a free agent. Teams are offering three third rounders for him. 
Why would you let him just become a free agent at the end of the year? What if he goes to Dallas? What if he goes to Washington? You don't want that guy coming back on you. That's what you, you don't, you don't want any of your picks ever coming back on you. All I'm saying. Okay. All right. Hit the like button. I'm going to give you my top 10 quarterbacks. I think we could do that here. I'm going to give you my top 10 quarterbacks after the first four weeks of the season. These are the guys that I think have played the best ball against the best opponents and have meant more to their team. I think these are the 10 stars. You tell me if you agree or disagree. Hey, don't forget our good friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free, means this. They don't get paid unless you do. Morgan & Morgan has been protecting their clients for the last 30 years to the tune of $13.5 billion. For the people is not a slogan. This is who they are. They will not be intimidated, and there is no such thing as a small case at Morgan & Morgan when it comes to your family and protecting. Like I said, hurt or injured on the job, nobody does it better. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philadelphia, New York, and in Miami, and in South Florida, and in Florida, nobody has a bigger firm than Morgan & Morgan. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. When you say Morgan & Morgan, one thing they'll do for you is make sure they defend your family. Call them at 800-512-1600. When you call them, do me a favor, tell them Big Sill sent you. Many times when people are injured at a place of business, they don't realize they may have a case. The fact is injuries should not happen. And most of the time when someone is injured, someone is at fault. Maybe the store manager installed a cheap, slippery floor, or there wasn't proper security. After an injury at a hotel, restaurant, store, or any place of business, it's so important to call us. Time matters. Size matters. Morgan & Morgan. For the people. .com. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles
The faces you know. The team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program. Action News. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills. We're hoping to run down Jim Kelly today. And I want to hear his thoughts on what he sees with Jalen Hurts. He's had a doctor's appointment. And as everyone knows, Jim's been battling cancer. And he's still, man, just really one of the great quarterbacks. He's a dear friend of ours. And we so hope he's able to make it. Also, Gary Cobb, we didn't have a very good visit yesterday. So I want to do a I want to do a repeat on it there. So at 4.30 Eastern, we'll talk to G. Cobb and get his thoughts from Fox 29. Did you guys see Jalen Hurts on the um, Manning broadcast last night for Monday Night Football? Did you get some little tidbits? Did you take any tidbits away from Jalen's appearance? Oh, I did. I read into that a lot. I got to hand it to Nick Sirianni. He hates that style of quarterback. Jalen said it. So Jalen watches film on Phillip Rivers. Who was his quarterback coach in San Diego? Who was his offensive coordinator in Indianapolis? It was Nick Sirianni. Sirianni and Frank Reich love Phillip Rivers. Two completely different styles. You'd never get those two confused. You would never get those two confused. Sirianni reveres Philip Rivers. The way he plays, how gutsy he is, how he reads defense. You know, I'll tell you something about Philip Rivers compared to Ben Roethlisberger and even Eli. Rivers can read a defense. And I think he can read them better than those two. Now, those other two are more accomplished and have won more. But Philip, as a pure passer, was better than both of them. Philip Rivers is a better talent. Then the two in the 2004 draft, Rivers was the better talent than Roethlisberger and Eli, but those two won championships. Those two won championships. Frank was the OC in San Diego when, um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Sirianni first was the quarterback coach, then the wide receiver coach. I think he actually was a quality control coach brought in by Frank. Frank hired him in San Diego with Mike McCoy, who's now down in Jacksonville with Doug. So that's all that whole thing. That's why when everybody was talking last night, boy, that's really weird. Why would, why would, why would Jalen watch film on, on Rivers? Two completely different styles. They make him watch 
Philip Rivers tape because you know why? Rivers was great at reading defenses. Great at reading defenses. Okay? So now the coaches hate Jalen. No, you said that. I said style. And I got to give it to Nick. Nick has created an offense. That's Personally, that could be one of the reasons why Shane Steichen is more, is, is more qualified to coach Jalen than what Nick is. No, I didn't say hate. I said style. All of a sudden, the reason that Nick Sirianni is brought in to be the head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles because it was the way that he was the coordinator in Indianapolis, then he gives it up to an inexperienced Shane Steichen. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying at all he hates him. That's not where we're going here. Okay. Hey, uh, Xander, let's do this at the top of the hour and see if we can get G. Cobb at the top because Kelly wants to see if he can do 430. Let's see if we can move that stuff around a little bit. Maybe get uh, Gary at 415 if we could reach out to him. Uh, that would be cool. I hope that we are able to move these guys around a little bit because I'd like to get both guys on potentially in the second hour. want to get Gary and Jim Kelly on, so let's see if we can do that. Um, and by the way, I n- never said hated, but maybe Steichen is more apt to be able to put these RPOs together. Nick Sirianni didn't coach RPOs, especially when you're talking about a guy like Rivers. Rivers don't run RPOs. Okay. I don't, th- no, no, they don't make him watch. They tell you, here's a guy that we worked with that shows you how a defense is to be read. That's all I'm saying. At least they didn't make him sign a contract agreeing. Oof. Joseph. I'm not, J- Listen, I don't think you have to tell Jalen anything. I think Jalen hears it and knows it. Hey, Philip Rivers really is a great way of how you read defenses. Of all the guys I've ever worked with. And then what you get a sense, too, of watching the way the passing game under Nick Sirianni and what Nick Sirianni's looking for in a passing game. You could see it through the eyes of Rivers. You know, it, it, it's it's just the difference in style. And now look, some some coordinators like to throw the ball. Some coordinators like to run the ball. Some are gifted at both. It's not a slap. Jesus, criminy! Nobody's slapping anybody here. I think Nick did a great job going. Hey, look, you know I deal really with mostly drop back guys. Shane is more maybe qualified to do RPOs. Let's work on it together here. And here, by the way, why don't you watch a guy that we really worked with and enjoyed working with in Phillip Rivers, and this is how we'd like to see you as you progress when it comes to reading passing games. That's all it is. I'm not – there's no There's no slight here, okay? There's no slight I'm – not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. That's not, that's not how that's to be taken. People don't know they put the study because – Clause in Murray's contract because Murray's addicted to playing Madden. That's why, Rage, I think that guy's a lesser player than Jalen Hurts. Richie, why would Jalen bring that up, dude? Why would he bring it up watching Phillip Rivers? Jesus, criminy. Use your brain. Both coaches were working with Rivers. Okay? 
They all worked with Rivers in Indianapolis. Good night. Shane Steichen will be the next Eagles head coach. Nick Foles' playoff record, 4-2. and two. Yeah, Garoppolo's is also 5-2 and two also. He sucks though, right? Foles is great. Um, Hertz has gone two games with zero passing touchdowns. Eh, Derek, don't concern yourself with that. Okay? Don't concern yourself with that. Um, Jalen Hurts is a grown-ass man. What, are you afraid to take coaching, W2? Anytime somebody suggests something to you that could help you, you're going to fight it? That's why Jalen's getting places and going places, because he doesn't. He'll pick and choose what he wants to do. But when somebody suggests it, and he mentioned it last night with Eli, you know why he mentioned it with Eli and Peyton? Again, Eli was in that 2004 draft with Phillip Rivers, and Rivers and Eli are friends. Hertz is a superstar quarterback. He's not a superstar quarterback when you're only your biggest win over Kirk Cousins. That's not superstar guy. Your definition of superstar is very limited. Shane Steichen and Lamar Jackson to the Carolina Panthers. More, I think it's more where you see Lamar Jackson in Miami. Um, Hertz hasn't beaten a playoff team. Fair and true. Fair and true. Let me get you to my, ah, damn, we're at the top of the hour here. I'll wait till the top of the hour to do my top 10 uh, quarterbacks. You're a hater, Dan. No, I'm a realist. You can't tell me right now a bigger win for Jalen Hurts than over Kirk Cousins. You can't. You can't. And again, you're 4-0. That don't make you the best team in the league. It means you have the best record in the league. And that doesn't equate to anything, really. It's the best start in the league. That's all you've won is the best start. Don't make it more than that because it's not any more than that. Anybody in their right mind will tell you that. It's the best start. That's it. Nothing more. You haven't won anything. Oh, wait. You won September. Congratulations. Last year, the Cardinals got out to the 7-0 start. Congratulations to them. Didn't mean shit last year either. Year before that, the Steelers got out to an 11-0 start. Didn't mean shit either. Relax. Long way to go, and it's the war of attrition. That's all this is. You're making it more than it is. And it's not. You've beat a 1-3 Detroit team. A horrible Washington team. Horrible. And an upstart Jags team. And a really, I think, good 3-1 and one Vikings team. Uh, and by the way, I'm not taking that away. That's the most impressive moment so far in the first four games. It's Minnesota. The rest of them, not impressed with those teams. Not one of those teams can hang with Kansas City either. Kansas City would mop the floor up with them. Kansas City went into Tampa where you were six months ago and got your faces kicked in and beat the hell out of the Bucs. And I thought Brady played well. And I think the Bucs are going to be okay. 
Okay? I think the Bucks are right there. They're going to be fine. Um, JM, Sills likes to ignore pertinent facts. Like what? what? What did I miss what I just said? You have great stats against shitty teams. I don't know. What else is there to say? Dude, it's like telling me Kansas. Here, here, here. Here, I'll do one because somebody said don't compare college. Okay. That's like telling me the New York Giants with a 3-1 and record are better than the Buccaneers. Really? You believe that? Well, they got a better record. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I don't believe that for a second. Uh, okay. No, you're right. You think you could beat Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Okay. We'll see. Yet to be played out. Yet to be played out. My top 10 quarterbacks, we are going to effort Jim Kelly in this hour. And also we are going to try to hook up with our friend Gary Cobb. Hit the like button. Hour two. Packed hour two. We'll get to your thoughts. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling. 
asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner. Welcome back. National Football Show. I think we got it ironed out. Gary Cobb will join us at around 4.15 Eastern time. And then we're going to have Jim Kelly right after that at 4.30. And let's talk to a Hall of Famer about Jalen Hurts. Hey, by the way, I have no idea. He may call him the greatest thing he's ever seen. How many people have come on here and disputed Big Sills? Okay. Right? How many, how many people have come on and disputed it? Hell, I can't actually wait to talk to my friend Jim Kelly. Derek is Sills burner. I tried the burner thing. I couldn't do it because I'm not that smart to do two things at one time. This was a couple years back. I can't do it. It's not good for me. Dominant wins against bad competition means nothing. It's expected. Correct, Derek. You beat the shit out of Washington. What do you want, a medal? Congratulations. So is everyone else. Um, Hertz hasn't beat a real team. He must be happy with Buffalo after 30 years of losing. We'll see, man. Dude, I wonder what he thinks of Josh Allen, too. Dude, he's, he's got Josh Allen is a super stud, man. That kid is. You just don't like Hertz, but you're trying to mask it with all the BS. Yeah, that's it, because I know him from a can of paint. Hey, Greg, unlike you, dude, I don't hate anybody like that. I don't know him from a can of paint. How could I hate him? There's nothing to hate on the kid. Why would I hate him? I don't know him from a rock in the ocean. Why would I hate him? (laughs) Why? Because what reason? Oh, make, oh, I know, I know. It's the easy, um, it's the easy go-to. Oh, I know why. Yeah, you say it, dude. Go ahead and expose yourself on what kind of fool you are. Okay, just go ahead and show yourself on what kind of tool you are too. A dominant win against the Vikings. Yes, and they're a good team. That's why I said your biggest win and Jalen's biggest win is against Kirk Cousins. Facts. Okay, facts. Kelly was pedestrian. Jim Kelly was pedestrian. (laughs) Yeah. Jim Kelly is 10 times the quarterback Donovan McNabb ever was. Don't kid yourself. The only way Donovan McNabb gets into the Pro Football Hall of Fame is if he buys a ticket. Okay, Kelly's a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. And I heard when they were negotiating and having conversations on Kelly, the conversation took five minutes and everyone sat down. You crazy? McNabb versus Jim Kelly. Really? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. Some of you folks in here. (laughs) Donovan McNabb over Jim Kelly. Okay. (laughs) 
Oh, oh, that's a good one. I... <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> I better, I got to gather myself. Uh, I got to gather myself. Okay. On that one, man. Oof. Okay. McNabb all day. Thurman Thomas Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's part of the Kelly gun. Gee, they named an offense after the quarterback. The K gun. Yeah. Andre Reed, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas. I mean, right? Cornelius Bennett, Bruce Smith. All them dudes that were on that defense. Marv Levy. Yeah, those guys were bums. Okay. <laughs> Moon over Kelly. It's a good one. W2. Moon over Kelly. Kelly did get to the game four times. Okay. Why do you hate? I don't hate the Eagles. Let me get. I don't. Let me get to my top 10 before Gary Cobb comes on. Let me get to my top 10 quarterbacks after the first quarter poll of the season, four games. I take into account, so you know how I rank them, teams you played, your importance to your team, your numbers, the conference you're in, expectations of you. Here we go. Number 10, on the big sills, top 10, first quarter poll, quarterback list, Justin Herbert, Chargers, 300 some odd, 50 some odd yards this past weekend, um, he's been playing injured, I think he's a talent, I think they got a wrong coach there, Brandon Staley, I think that guy sucks, I mean, if I were Sean Payton, that, in my opinion, that would be a place that I'd want to land because there's a ton of talent in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Justin Herbert, number 10. Number nine, Kyler Murray. Quarterback we'll see this week in Glendale. Two and two on the season. Um, it's been sporadic play. I'm not sure about Cliff Kingsbury. And I'm surely not sure about Kyler Murray. That win against the Raiders was big. It's just too schoolyard football for me, but his importance to the Cardinals and them winning, okay? It's important that he plays well for them to win. The Chargers lost to the Jags. Well, you got you got beat by the uh, Chargers last year, last year, didn't you? Didn't you get beat by the Chargers last year? And he was hurt last week. Didn't you get beat by... Doesn't Herbert already own a victory over the Chargers or uh, the Eagles? He owns a victory over Jalen too, right? Oh, okay. Just keep it score. Keeping it fair. Keeping it fair. This may be a surprise. Number eight, Cooper Rush. This guy's pretty good. I'll tell you, I'll make a point to you here. Okay. I'll make a point to you here. If, if Cooper Rush, if he wins this game against the Rams, 
Dak Prescott ain't getting his gig back. Let's let's stop there. I'll stop at eight, and we'll continue. Don't forget, bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Jim Kelly. Let's get to my friend. We didn't have a very good connection yesterday, and we have our friend now, Gary Cobb. Gary, am I right? Before I go on with the Eagles here. I heard what you said. If Cooper Rush beats the Rams. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I... Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, no, man. Not again. The second day, we can't have it. See if we get him back here. Hopefully, we're able to do this. <laughs> Hopefully, we're able to connect here. Yeah, man. Hey, I said this on Twitter. If they can't get him and they can't they, – they win that game against the Rams, I'm going to make this point to you, man. I don't think Dak Prescott – I don't think he gets his gig back. Okay? I don't think he gets it back. So, um, yeah, man. So, hopefully we're able to connect here with Gary here in a second. Let's see if we're able to catch him and uh, get him hooked up here with us here. We'll see if we'll, once we get everything all lined up. Let's see if we can go to him now and see if we can get him here. Hey, Gary, how you doing, brother? You there? I, oh, we tried it two days in a row, man. <laughs> okay. Sills is running his show off his neighbor's Wi-Fi. This ain't me, man. This ain't my Wi-Fi this time. This ain't me, man. Let's see if we can. Hey, I'll go on here. I had Justin Herbert at 10. I had Kyler Murray at nine, Cooper Rush at eight, and the greatness of Jalen Hurts at number seven. Jalen Hurts, seven. Dick Jalen's done everything that's been asked to him to get out to this 4-0 start. Congratulations to you. Number six, Joey B. Love Joe Burrow. Without Joe Burrow, a team doesn't have a chance to compete in the AFC. Number five, Tom Brady. All the injuries in the O-line, decimated at wide receiver. Hey, man, Brady's still Brady. Nobody's beating him. Oh, except this guy, Aaron Rodgers, number four. Number three, Lamar Jackson. Number two, Josh Allen. And the number one quarterback in the first four games of the year, Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert at 10, Kyler Murray 9, Cooper Rush at 8, Jalen Hurts 7, Joey Burrow 6, Tom Brady 5, Aaron Rodgers 4, Lamar Jackson 3, Josh Allen 2, and Patrick Mahomes 1. Those are my top 10 quarterbacks. And if you told me that Jalen Hurts would be in my top 10 quarterbacks after the first four weeks of the season, I would have said you were nuts. Congratulations to you on making it in there. Hard, hard to believe on how well he has improved to put himself in the comp. Know this. I just want to show you something here. Okay? Yeah, well, Monster, this will change your opinion. Every guy on this list except for Cooper Rush, is going to make over $50 million a year. So before you start talking shit on where he's ranked, when you're in the top 10, you're a $50 million a year guy. Okay? 
Rush is Rush is undefeated. He's actually played well. CD Lamb has actually been something. Um Mahomes who lost to the Colts. You're right. You're wait, you're right. Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the game after the first four weeks. Really. That's what you see. Because you see your guy line up in fool's gold and line up against bums. And when you beat Brady at home, so wait a minute. Mahomes' most significant win is versus Tom Brady. Yours is Kirk Cousins. Congratulations to you. Interesting. And Josh Allen beat the defending champions on opening night in Los Angeles. Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Joey B ended a 3-0, 4-0 start for the, for the Dolphins. Okay. Brady's done. And that's what they said, what, 15 years ago? That Brady's done? Brady's not done. Rodgers is washed. They're 3-1. and one. <laughs> I like these washed guys. Rams are cooked. I agree. Like the list. Thank you, Donald. By the way, this is not, this is not set in stone here. I take the opponents you play, the importance to your team, and Jalen said seven. It's not a bad place to be. When people were saying you were the 25th best quarterback going into this year. So you've gone from 25 to 7? It's quite a leap. It's quite a leap. He's not the best quarterback in the game. And for him to be in a 10, top 10 list, it's pretty good. But your most impressive win is Kirk Cousins. You guys were telling me all in the offseason how bad and how much he sucked. A choker, no good. Now, all of a sudden, that's a benchmark to name him the best quarterback in the league? Come on, guy. Pick a side. Eagles 4-0. Absolutely. Best start in the league. Don't mean you're the best team in the league, but you understand where we're going. Vikings are 3-1. I said it's your best win. It's clearly the most significant win in his career, too. I mean, who else has he beaten? What other quarterback has he beaten of significance other than him? He didn't beat Breeze. Trying to think, who else? Hertz will give fans many smiles this year. He is, they're 4-0. Freezer goes, what happens when the Eagles destroy the Cowboys? Played another trash team? No. The Cowboys right now have been your gold standard. And they always have been your gold standard since Vermeil. You know this. Okay? You know this. Beat Dallas. This is how Jalen Hurts is going to really win everyone over, and most importantly, his ownership. They haven't had a quarterback in the building that really could beat Dallas. 
They really haven't since McNabb. And do you have one now? He hasn't. Because right now, today, like I said, on October 4th, you're assuming you're better. You haven't played the game yet. You got a game this weekend. Will that Cardinal game be a trap game? Oh, he did beat Breeze? Okay. He beat Breeze, and that team didn't make the playoffs, though, right? So he hasn't really beaten a playoff team yet. All right. Cowboys will always be the biggest test. Dude, I think Dan Quinn's a heck of a D coordinator, and he's completely changed that Cowboy defense around. I brought a stat up um, in hour number one, and I said this. I go, hey, there is no question. The Cowboys are playing as good a defense as they've played in a long time. First time since 1973 that they've given up 19 or fewer points. And I'm not calling it doomsday, but that kid Michael Parsons um, has made a significant difference on that football team. There is no question about it. Okay. Jalen didn't play Breeze. I don't remember the game. Uh, This was like two years ago because it wasn't last year. Because Breeze didn't play last year. Okay. Okay. The fact that Dallas has won the past three games is concerning. Um, Sombra, I would say this to you that I think it's because of their defense and also the way that Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush is a pro quarterback, man. It would he he he's a he's a pro quarterback. Okay, he's a pro quarterback, dude. He's a good football player. I, I Look, I, do I think he's better than Dak? I don't. Cowboys front will stop the Eagles. I can't wait to see that. That's going to be the game of the year. There's no question about it. By the way, I don't think we're going to be able to get, because Gary's having internet issues, it looks like. Hopefully, we're going to be able to connect with Jim Kelly at the bottom of the hour down here. It's just not working out with Gary. I don't know what happened with Gary's internet. I, Xander, that's not us, right? That's not us, I don't believe. I think that's Gary's internet there. So, Sills, your takes are horrible lately, but still like to watch. Okay, my my takes are horrible. Which one? Okay. Kelly didn't beat Dallas either. (laughs) It was the Super Bowl. (laughs) It, It was the Super Bowl. Okay. It was the Super Bowl. Dan Quinn needs to stop AJ as much. AJ Brown in that game this past weekend against the Jaguars was a complete nightmare mismatch. They need to exploit that a tad bit more. Okay. In my opinion, they need to exploit that way more. Dude, they cannot defend him. And the Jags got some pretty good corners. I don't think their safeties are all that, that good, but the Jags got some pretty good corners and he is a nightmare. And in the rain like that, I thought he and Goddard were undefensible. They couldn't defend him. Frank, like, Frank Wright gave Jim Kelly a Super Bowl appearance. Oh, yes. The two and four one was a bad take. Was. Bad take from Sills. Reddick sucks. I still, I still not my guy. Good for, keep him. We'll see what happens by the end of the year. Long way to go. Hey, long way to go for short stuffings. (laughs) Long, Long way to go for the little guy.
<laughs> Remember this, big guys beat little guys up all the time. Okay? Big guys beat little guys up all the time. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. Sills are going for 5-0 and this week. Be a great start for you, man. Or Jalen will throw Jalen throw for 4K. Well, we'll see. That That's not a bad take. You ain't there yet. Uh, well, let's see Jalen. When someone, someone goes like this, bad take for Sills. Cousins is better than Hurts. Well, not statistically. For a career, really? Let's see Jalen get the fourth out. Let's see Jalen get the 3,500 passing yards first before you start saying that he's better, throws the ball better than a Cousins. Cousins had a horrible game, no question. Terrible. So did Justin Jefferson. Terrible. The whole crew did. The whole crew. But, you know, he did throw for 33 touchdowns. How many touchdowns does Jalen have after four weeks? Two? He's on pace for what, 16 again? So wait a minute. Jalen Hurts is on pace for 16 touchdown passes and 4,500 yards. I've never seen that stat. (laughs) How do you throw for 4,500 yards and you're on pace for 16 touchdowns? (laughs) I don't don't get it. (laughs) I I don't get it. How is that possible? This guy's going to throw for five grand. How many touchdowns? 16. What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Cousins is a joke. Well, then, so your win over the Vikings is a joke. So who have you beaten then, Ryan? Ryan, if Cousins is a joke, so your win over Minnesota is a joke, why would you do that? Correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, Chalk It Up. He's on pace for 17 touchdowns. Excuse me. That's right. 17. 17 touchdowns. Oh, and of course, the running. Got to remember the running. <laughs> he has four passing touchdowns. That's right. It's 17 he's on pace for. That's right. I forgot. I was, was one shy. Excuse me. 4,500 yards and 17 touchdowns. I've not quite seen that stat before. <laughs> Usually when you're 4,500, you're like 45 touchdowns or 38 passing touchdowns. Not 16. Jesus, Grammy. What do you play at Kansas? hey look at zen can we block this troll zen yeah all you have to do is leave (laughs) yeah nobody invited you how about about six picks hertz is overrated put him on an average team without the eagle o-line and receiving core and he'd be nothing brandon I don't know nothing. He's a good player. Brandon, don't 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 go there. Okay. Ryan says the Vikings are frauds, so then you've beaten no one this year, according to you, Ryan. Ryan says the Vikings are frauds. So then who have you beaten? How could you call yourself the best team when you haven't beaten anybody and one of them was a fraud? How how how's that? How is that possible? Right? Well, I'm going to tell you something, guys. There was a person back when I first went down to the University of Miami. 
And there was a culture that was set down there. And I'll never forget, I had a guy down there tell me a story of Jim Kelly and how he blew his arm out. He was in the back of a trailer and some gator person was talking trash to him. <laughs> and Jim threw something at him. And, and he hurt his shoulder. He's such a competitor. And he really set the standard for all of us to follow, Jerome and myself and all the guys, Winston Moss. And here's the Hall of Famer here. Jim Kelly joins us now here. Jim, first and foremost, man, how you feeling, brother? I'm doing all right. You need to speak up because I'm hard of hearing and I don't have a hearing agent, so you need to talk up. <laughs> I will, Jim. Jim, how's the health, man? How you feeling? Everything good? Yeah, I just uh, got back from the doctor about uh, five minutes ago. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Uh, had some issues, but, uh, you know, overall, I'm doing fine. I'm good. Thanks. You bet. All right. Jim, before I get into talking about the Bills and Josh Allen, I want to get your thoughts on the new wave quarterback that we're, that we're seeing in the league today, like Jalen Hurts. Our show is based in Philly. Um, give me a little bit of a sense, Jim, and your opinion on what you think of a guy like Jalen Hurts. Can do pretty much it all. I mean, you got to like it. it. It reminds me a little bit of like Josh Allen. He does uh, pretty much uh, what he wants to do. He's able to make plays on his own with his legs, his arm, whatever the case may be. Uh, he's smart enough to be able to read the defense, and he's doing really well, really, very well. Jim, do you think that style of play can win a Super Bowl if you have a running quarterback, or do you think you still have to make plays from the pocket to win Super Bowls? No, not at all. I mean, I think it's it's a big part of it. I think nowadays you look at the athletic quarterback that uh, can pretty much do it from everywhere. And, I mean, if you look at some of the latter ones, like, you know, even Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you have a lot of other guys that were able to do it. But you got Patrick Mahomes, who won a Super Bowl, was able to get outside the pocket and do different things. I think more so today, you find that quarterback that pretty much can do it all. And uh, But the thing is, I don't know if they will have long-lasting careers like some of the other guys had, even though mine was only 13 years, 11 in the NFL. Um, I missed it, you know, one or two because of the uh, uh, USFL. But uh, overall, I think that that's what you're seeing nowadays. Guys can, you know, more so run around. And, and uh, But I think the key ingredient, though, is being able to do it inside the pocket first and foremost. Then if you can make it with your legs, that's an extra bonus. Jim, let's go to Josh Allen. I think he's a unicorn. And just your perspective on what you see from the first time he showed up from Wyoming to where he is right now in Buffalo, have you been surprised? Um, I knew he was going to be good. I think surprised how successful so far. But you know what's good with him? He got in a system that suited him, that Brian Dable was the guy that he needed to have on his side. Uh, there are a lot of good quarterbacks that come into this league that turn out to be not much because of the system that they got put under. Um, a lot of times, top-notch quarterbacks coming out of college uh, wind up going to a team that's not very good. It takes them a while to adjust to it. Some do, some don't. But Josh Allen has been able to do what we've been hoping that somebody could do for many, many years, especially the fans in Buffalo. But 
I love it. I love watching. He's a good kid, not just on the football field, but away from the field in the community. I think when you are recruiting or you are looking for that quarterback to be the guy to come in and be the franchise quarterback, you find one with Josh Allen because he can do it both on and off the field. He's a difference maker. You know, Jim, when you showed up to Buffalo or prior to that, I mean, if USFL had stayed around, you, you, you would have remained in Houston. I heard you say that in the past numerous times. You never would have left. You enjoyed what you were doing with the gamblers and all the things at the USFL, and you really didn't want to go to Buffalo. But what's it about that community once you get there? I mean, Josh Allen's embraced it. You live there. You embrace it. I mean, Bill's Mafia, man. I talk to Daryl Talley all the time about this, Jim. It's, the, it's one of the best fan bases in the country. Why is it so endearing to the players once they play there? Because they're so passionate about what they cheer for. They're so passionate about what you stand for when you're in this community. You go out, you can't even buy yourself a drink. You can't buy yourself dinner. Everybody's right there for you. And just the way they are. Um, yeah, I think Josh is starting to feel a little bit of it now because he's such a superstar. And he can't go very many places nowadays without being, hey, son, can you take a picture? I get it, get used to it because it ain't going to stop. And, uh, but, you know, the people here, they just, there's really nothing else to do. I mean, yeah, there are other things to do, but you really think about it. You know, wintertime rolls right. We've got snow skiing, we've got snowmobile, we've got things like that. But there's no, well, we got, I guess there is a beach for about two months of the year. But the thing is, the people, that's what it's about. I met my wife here. I married my wife. We've been married for over 26 years now. I have two beautiful daughters who do not want to go anywhere but Buffalo, New York. They love it. The people here, some of my best friends in the world are here. I have a beautiful hunting lodge with a bunch of land, and I, I just enjoy it. I mean, if I want to get away in the wintertime, I'll hop on a plane, go down to Miami, and be with my college roommate, a couple of my good buddies, go do some fishing, have a little fun. Dan, you know all about that. <laughs> I would love to visit Miami all the time like I do. I wouldn't want to live there, but I love being there among my friends. I could Jeff Peck and, you know, Greg Sapala, my college root, root buddy, and a bunch of other guys. I'd go fishing on Wheaties in the Keys. I love it, man. I, I just love going down and visiting. Absolutely. Hey, Jim, a couple more questions here for you. Um, when you were going through the progressions, Jim, of getting, and this goes into like Josh Allen and players like Lamar Jackson and, and Jalen Hurts, how important was it for you every year to advance on how you saw the game, whether it's reading, progressions, getting comfortable with other players that were on your football team, new guys? How important was it for you to learn and to continue to learn your progressions as you went on in your career? I think I heard half. I'm sorry, Dan. I can hardly hear you. But uh, Okay. What I said, Jim, I was saying, how important is it for you to continue reading your progressions as you go through your career in learning the game? It takes time. There's no doubt. I think it, I was blessed because um, even though I only played two years in college because my redshirt freshman year, I played, you know, last four games of the year. And then my senior year, I blew out my shoulder. But when I got to the USFL, I played two solid years there, and I got to really learn the passing game. I was with Miles Davis, and he really taught me what it was all about. And then, of course, my college coach, 
even though I know he played a couple of years, it was Earl Morrow and Howard Schnellenberger. So they have already been around the pro level. I was taught early then. And then, of course, um, when I got to the NFL, Marv Levy came to coach, and I was very blessed to have some good quarterback coaches. And, of course, I had two Hall of Fame receivers, so that didn't, that didn't hurt too much having James Lofton and Andre Reed and then a guy by the name of Thurman Thomas in my backfield. So coming together, it takes time, um, just like it did Josh. It took him a couple of years. Now he's got a grasp of what they – they want him to do the style of offense that he's in. And I think more for him, they throw the ball nowadays a lot more than we did. They, um, uh, he's in a system that is made for Josh Allen. So uh, I think right now is exactly what he needs. And I know even other interviews I've done, they always, everybody's saying, you know, a Super Bowl or bust. And the thing is, I get it. That's, I mean, that's what they said when I played. But the thing is, they got a legit team. But the key is, as you well know, Dan, you got to stay healthy. Josh has got to slow down running the ball, and he knows that. And I think I even saw him slide once <laughs> the other night. And I was like, whoa, did you just see that? <laughs> I hope he does more of it, though. But uh, he, we got to keep all those uh, star players healthy. Final question for you, Jim. Um, what you guys did. By winning those four AFC championship games, to me, Jim, I always quantify it this way because you're never going to see anything like that ever happen again. And I know you guys didn't cross the finish line in any one of those games, but how do you look at that run now, years removed from you guys playing during that era? I heard half of it. I'm sorry, Dan, but uh, I think that era back when we played, how, how fun it was. Yeah, we went to the four AFC championship games in a row. And again, and, and as you said, I don't think that will ever happen again. The key is getting to that first one and getting that confidence level up. I think the Bills players now, I think they do have the confidence in themselves. I think when you get a guy like a Vaughn Miller who's been there, done that before, and understands the whole thing, and a couple other guys have been around a little bit longer and you get more mature and start to learn it. And you got a guy like uh, Coach McDermott who – is doing such a great job with those guys. I think it's always coming up in your mind now. I think everything is confidence level, and I think their confidence is pretty good, even though we got turned down a little bit a couple weeks ago. But the thing is, the bottom line right now is continue to keep working, stay healthy, and I'll tell you what, we got we got a hell of a schedule. I think this, it's a tough one. It's not easy, but being three and one at this point right now, Dan, I think that's one of the best things. I said, if we turn out 4-0, We've overachieved. I mean, not so much overachieved. I think you know what I mean. I think we thought we can, but wasn't sure if we could. But being 3-1, and one, I'm happy with being that way. I just don't want to lose any game down the road that we're supposed to win, and we let one slide by. We cannot afford that because we need home field advantage. We need Bill's Mafia in our backyard. <laughs> Jim, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you doing this for me, man. Godspeed and great health to you, Jim. Thanks, bud. Take care. God bless, Dan. You got it. Our friend Jim Kelly, man, that was awesome catching up with him. It is so great to see Jim Kelly, and I'm so glad that we're able to catch up with him. Hey, and by the way, Jalen Hurts fan. Okay, he's a Jalen Hurts fan. <laughs> what did I tell you? Okay, here's another. Look. I don't know what these guys are going to say. He's a Hurts fan. 
Don't you want to play? Hey, wait a minute. If you think your guy's better than Josh Allen, don't you want to play them in the Super Bowl? Don't you want to play the Buffalo Bills? Or wait, you want to play one of those stiffs that you've played so far? I want to play Washington. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know. Maybe I'd want to play him too. All right. All right. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Faces you know, the team you trust, the Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. if the Eagles were in the AFC West and they had to play Mahomes twice, Carr twice, Herbert twice, and Russell Wilson twice. (laughs) 
it, it, it'd be like USC being in the Southeastern Conference. USC would be eight and five. <laughs> yeah. Instead, Jalen plays Cooper Rush, Carson Wentz, and Daniel Jones. Twice. Uh, wait, Daniel Jones beat him last year. Can you imagine the, the Eagles? Would, how would the Eagles record be in the West? Two and two? No. Could they beat Denver and Russell? Could they beat any? Well, you would have the worst quarterback in the division if you were in the West. Man, think about that. You're, you have the best quarterback in the NFC East, and you'd have the worst in the West. Whew. You imagine? You'd still be four. No, really. Hurts <laughs> over Mahomes twice. Really? Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Hey, Sills, you think Dak is better than Hurts? No. I said that he's the best quarterback in the NFC East. Jalen Hurts. Better than Carr with Devontae Adams? Really? A pretty good running game, too. Wow. Can you imagine? You put that Eagle team in the West, AFC? Shit. It'd be one and three. <laughs> so, so you just like starting trouble. I'm just talking here. Top of the hour. We'll look at week five of the NFL. I'm just trying to put things in perspective for you guys. Relax. Because you have a 4-0 start. I, you know, it's funny. I hear other people in other shows talking about the numbers and such. Bro, you haven't been lined up against one playoff team outside of the Vikings. How do you even know where you are when you're playing with contending teams yet? You have no idea. You have not played a schedule like the Bills or the Chiefs. You're not even in that room. It's like the SEC versus the MAC conference. <laughs> well, hey, I'm undefeated. I'm from Toledo. <laughs> oh, no, what's the Kansas team? Or I'm the New York Giants. I'm three and one. So, like, wait a minute. The, 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 AFC, the NFC East has a couple teams at three and one, right? Along with the four and oh. So, does anybody buy into the Cowboys or the Giants at three and one? <laughs> wait, you think they're playoff teams? I don't think one of those teams are playoff teams. As a matter of fact, I think both those teams are probably six-win teams. All NFL guys, dude, it's like the SEC versus the MAC. Yeah, okay, whatever. You're right. The NFC East is nothing. Nothing like the AFC West. Nothing. Quarterback play alone. Nothing. Come on. Daniel Jones versus the worst quarterback in the AFC West is whoa, Derek Carr. Who's second? Worst. Wentz. Justin Herbert? I don't think so. Daniel Jones? <laughs> Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts. There's nowhere you win that. <laughs> you got better quarterback play in the West. Common sense. Guys. 
There's be- hey, look at look at the AFC South. Good grief. That thing sucks. Herbert is another Kirk Cousins. Again, Dominique, that means you don't think much of that win over the Vikings. Okay. So you haven't played anybody then, according to you. Herbert's a bust? Let me take a look at that. Who said that? Birdman says, let's see. Herbert's a bust. Let me take a look at that. By the way, Jim Kelly apologized. I'm like, dude, don't apologize for anything. Get back from the doctor. Justin Herbert's stats. Okay, let's see how much of a bust he is. Let's see. Justin Herbert. Birdman calls him a bust. His first year, he throws for 4,336 yards and 31 touchdowns. The second year, he throws for 5,014 and 38 touchdowns. Right now, he's got 1,250 in four games. And he's got nine TDs. And his completion percentage is 67 across the line. He's a bust? (laughs) Yeah. So this guy's got 10,000 passing yards in two years and four games. Yeah. Okay. Jesus, that's a huge bust. Man, I can't get over what a bust that guy is. Oof. What is the point Sills is making? I lost it. Easy. You haven't played anybody yet. Relax. It's 4-0. The only thing you've won is September. You got the September medal. That's it. Relax. Dallas is your test. Don't let the Cardinals... Bite you in the ass here. Take each game and one week at a time. That's all I'm saying here. I hear you a fan. I love the support. Hassan. Oh, yeah, man. Huge, huge, huge fan. <laughs> hey, you know, huge fan. I think you'd be a great polo player. <laughs> what if, what will you say if Jalen wins the MVP? Surprising. <laughs> Hey, wow. Unbelievable. If the Cowboys beat the Rams, the NFC East becomes the best division in the NFC. Okay. Congratulations. The NFC is not very good. All the top teams are in the AFC. All the top quarterbacks are in the AFC. All of the top guys. If the top teams in the NFC were in the AFC... They don't have the same record. Everybody be around there, two and two, three and one. Nobody be be separating. Okay? Cardinals aren't awful. No, I do not think so. By the way, unlike some of you, I don't think that Minnesota win was a bad win. I actually think it was a good win. I do. Big Seal's going to say the entire NFL blows before they says the Eagles are good. I said the Eagles are good. I said they're good. I never, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, Xander. Whoa. I've never said they're not good. I have never said that. They're not as good as you think because they haven't played anybody or a significant dude that could take you down. You give the football back to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. 
fourth down with two minutes left in the game, down eight. You're going home. You give it to Trevor Lawrence, you're winning that game. You give it to Carson Wentz, you're winning that game. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, guys like that, you're going home. How many playoff appearances? Oh, dude, I'm not going down there with that, Flex. You're Flex, when I see Justin Herbert and I watch Jalen Hurts, he plays in a tougher conference and in a tougher division than anything. And the wins that he has in his career versus Jalen beating Kirk Cousins is night and day. That guy plays against the Chiefs twice a year, too. You played the Cowboys, who get bounced every year and overrated. Andy Reid's been the fourth straight. You've got a football team in Justin Herbert's division that's been the fourth straight AFC championships with a Super Bowl. You now have a guy that's been to two NFC titles and won both and a Super Bowl in Russell Wilson in that division. It's a pretty good division. It's a pretty good conference, too, the whole AFC. I don't care how you want to dissect it. I don't care. No football person in his right mind would say, I'll start my franchise with Jalen Hurts instead of Justin Herbert. So you think in Miami that if they had to do that draft all over again, they would take Tua over Herbert? Who would think that? Maybe some Bama guy. <laughs> Nobody with any common sense would. He's bigger. He's more durable. Plays in pain. He's there. He's on Sunday. I mean, Hurts has already paved, slayed that Trevor Lawrence dragon. <laughs> okay. I like Trevor. I think he'll be okay. I do. I think he'll be okay. Because he's got good coaching, too, around him. I do think he's got I, – I do. I think he's got good coaching around him. I, I think he's going to be fine. I'll tell you one thing, though. This weekend, this game against the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, I do believe. I do, I do believe – Okay, that um, you're going to have the better quarterback. Flex is losing to the Texans with his playoff spot on the line. Flex. Nine and eight last year got the Eagles into the postseason. Nine and eight couldn't get the Colts in because it's a better conference. I think the way they locked down Jefferson, that's a great take was the best part of that game. The Vikings are no joke, and I agree with you 100%. Christoph, hey, Christoph, Darker, I, I agree with you. I think that's exactly the take on that. The way the defense locked down with Slay, Justin Jefferson, and the way Jalen handled himself in that game, it's their best moment of the year. The rest of those games, it was like JV, okay? It was, it was like preseason games. Those teams were not very good. I mean, Washington may win four games this year, five games, maybe. Um, the Giants may win five or six. They look more improved. It's, that, that, it, everything will shake out by the end of the year. Okay? 
Seals is just reaching. I'm reaching for what? What, telling you the AFC West is better than the NFC East? You guys are looking at records. Instead of who they're playing and who the quarterbacks are, honestly, you think the NFC East is better than the AFC West. Wow. What, you're right. I completely see you different than you. There's not a quarterback in that division that wouldn't be the best quarterback in that NFC East that plays in the West. <laughs> I mean, really. Shit, man. It's rumored your general manager tried to get Russell. Instead, he went to Denver. He went to Denver. Chargers will still get in their own way. That's because of ownership. Spanos family stinks. Pretty sure the NFC has been dominant over the AFC when it comes to Super Bowls recently. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the AFC West versus the NFC East. I'm not talking Super Bowls. Yeah, and Brady going over to the NFC. That Hey, you want to hear something significantly ridiculous? Tom Brady's got more wins in his two and a half years in Tampa in the postseason that Tony Romo has in his entire 17 years in Dallas when it comes to postseason wins. And do you know if he goes to the Super Bowl this year, he'll have the most wins in the NFC playoffs of any quarterback of all time. How would you like that? For one team. Because remember, Montana won a couple playoff games when he was in Kansas City. And he took that team to the NFC title game. Um, I think I think he's the last quarterback. And Mahomes became like the first quarterback since Montana to put the team in the AFC title game. Real talk, though. We're about to beat the Chargers last year without half the roster we have this year. I think you need to give this roster a bit more credit. Well, they also did add Khalil Mack to the Chargers. It's not like, and they also added the defensive back from the uh, Patriots too. So they're better too. Okay. I mean, I would say this to you. Also, hey, Darker, the Chargers are better too. They got a better roster too. Resign Mike, Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's been out a little bit too. You put them on the field too. Plus, I mean, Bose is now out. They got a pretty good roster still too. And Herbert got his ribs hurt against the Chiefs when he played the Jags. And he was never gonna, he was never the guy in that football game. They, he was constantly walking around. Hey, I give him credit for playing though. Okay, I do. I give him credit for playing, but I, I hate their coach. Yeah, I did. I get. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. And, and I thank you very much, Darker. Thank you so much, dude. And by the way, one more time, the Eagles are better. I don't know where you're missing this. Okay? Russell Wilson and Carr. We could be ahead of them. Russell Wilson doesn't look very good. <laughs> Dude, look at this guy swearing at me here, man. Give, give the Eagles and the Hurts some respect. Okay, Jalen got better, 
and the Eagles are good. There's your respect. Okay, here, there's your respect. The Eagles are good. Nice start, 4-0. Congratulations. You won September. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. It's all good. <laughs> I don't drink Kool-Aid, dude. Okay? I don't drink Kool-Aid. Are they better because they're getting their asses kicked? Hurts and Denver would be better than Wilson. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Hey, Dan, what team on what team on the Eagles schedule this year will make you say, damn, these Eagles are good? The Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Only team on that schedule. And eh, maybe the Packers. Being Aaron Rodgers, we're talking now. Now you're talking about the elite guys. I'm talking about Rodgers. Rodgers, Rodgers gets you say Rodgers is washed. He just beat Belichick and Brady in consecutive weeks, but he sucks and his team's three and one. Oh, I know. And he's working new receivers in. Okay. Let's see how that pans out, man. I can't wait. I really, I can't wait to see that matchup. You think Colts roughing? Eh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the Colts. Thank you, Craig. I appreciate that, man. Rush is elite. Who said that? <laughs> Who said Rush is elite? I said he had a good month of September. He kept him afloat when everybody saw doom. That guy's played in all – hey, well, who's played better, Kirk Cousins or Cooper Rush? Who's played better, Kirk Cousins or Kyler Murray? Or, excuse me, um, Cooper Rush or Kyler Murray? Who's played better, Matthew Stafford or Cooper Rush? Dude, just because you don't like the name, and I'll make a point one more time to you, if Rush beats the Rams this weekend, Dak ain't getting his gig back. That dude's not getting his gig back. <laughs> you're going to take a guy out 4-0 going into Philly? And you're going to put Dak Prescott in that game against Philly? I don't think so. If they're going to put Dak Prescott back in the lineup, they need to do it this week against the Rams, not against Philadelphia. Not against. Not against. Uh, you're right, John. Belichick sucks. What did Don Shula do after uh, Bob Greasy? What did he do? <laughs> what, did, what did he do after Bob Greasy? I mean, right? What did Chuck Knoll do after Bradshaw? But those guys suck too, right? <laughs> Good grief. And, and, and you know, what you love is, I'll end it on this one with that guy. What is what has Belichick done since he's since Brady left? Well, Brady starts in Tampa. Jimmy G starts in San Francisco. Jacoby Brissett <laughs> starts in Cleveland. And Mac Jones starts in New England. He drafted four starting quarterbacks in the NFL. How freaking unbelievable is that? Okay? How unbelievable is that? 
hit the like button. Hour three, keep it here. By the way, we'll look at week five in the National Football League and get your thoughts on some of the upcoming games. We're get, starting to get into the mid part of the NFL season here. Some really great games this weekend, too. Hour three, keep it here on the National Football Show. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go birds! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our Winter Watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, Birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jafty Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Crazy Mike, don't be a ham sandwich. Hour three, National Football Show. Your boy, Big Sills. How you doing, man? How you doing? Right. 4-0, man. Unbelievable way to get it going, guys. Week five of the NFL. I love it. 4-0. Woo! 
Xander's like this. When are you going to say the Eagles are good? They're good. They're like, a, they're, they're in the group of 10 that potentially could win a Super Bowl. Absolutely. They're in that group. 4-0 rings deliver this week. <laughs> yes, sir, baby. 5-0. 5-0 this week? Probably. I don't think the quarterback's all that hot. God, people get so upset. You're one of the best teams in the league. What's wrong with those comments? Dan, you still consider Hurts a running quarterback? Yeah, I do. Does he have more rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns still? Let's put this number on this. Um, do you think he's over 10 rushing touchdowns this year? And do you think he's under 25 in passing touchdowns? <laughs> I, here, shit, mate. How about 20? What's he at, four now? Okay, so he's out. He's on pace for 17 touchdowns. Passing. How many touchdowns rushing does he have? <laughs> How many? Seven? How many touchdowns? I, I really don't know because I really don't keep an eye on that. 25 on the nose. He's on pace for 17. So he's going to pick it up here. Okay. Okay. Hey, Dan, you get Nick Sirianni on or Jonathan Gannon? Absolutely not, man. They, they, they don't like the way I look at their general manager who gets in the way of the team. How about rushing yards and passing yards? How about passing how about quarterbacking is what we're talking about here. Not rushing. Not. He's a dual threat. I'm talking about, do you think this guy is over or under 25 touchdown passes this year? We're already into it. He's having a great year. You guys are saying that. How many touchdown passes do you think he ends the season with? Over 25 or under? And do you think he ends up with over 10 rushing or under 10? I think he's under 25 passing. And I think he's over 10 rushing. Here we are again. Here we are again. Crumbly goes like this. It's about wins. That's not what we're talking about. And that's not the question I was asked. I'm answering a question. It doesn't matter. Oh. Over both. So he's going to have 12 rushing touchdowns and 25 passing touchdowns. And we'll put him in the MVP conversation if that's the case. He'll get 4,000. So this is what Jalen is going to do. No, no, you're right. And Xander and all you guys are right. 27 passing touchdowns. 4,500 passing yards. Over 10 rushing touchdowns. Shit, you're right. He'll be a unanimous MVP because not even Russell, not even uh, Lamar Jackson did this in his unanimous season. Actually, no quarterback in history has ever done that. But Jalen's going to have a historical year like Cooper Cup did. Okay. I want to see it. 
He's going to have over 25 touchdown passes and over 10 rushing touchdowns and 4,500 yards. He'll be the only quarterback in pro football history to ever have accomplished that. The year that he won the unanimous MVP, Lamar, he only threw for 3,100 yards and 33 touchdowns to lead the league in passing touchdowns. I think he had like 1,400 yards rushing that year too. But somehow you think Jalen's going to have all these numbers. Then again, you're in a shitty division. You might put up a lot of numbers. You might. He's already in the MVP talk. Um, Beating Kirk Cousins. Okay, let me say this to you. It's a cumulative thing, and I get it, GT. What was his most, what was his biggest game so far this year? What's his biggest game? Mahomes. It's beating Brady. Allen. Beating the champs on the home opener. I actually like that. Let's go down the list of my top 10 quarterbacks. Let's see who Lamar's played. And see who they've beaten this year. I like that. The Baltimore Ravens schedule. Last Sunday, the Ravens Let's see here, 2022 here. Here we go. Let's see who he's beaten. They lost there. Ah, beating. They lost to the Bills. Uh, they really haven't had a significant game. Where I would say that I'd, I'd go, can he beat the Jets? They beat the Patriots. That's not a big deal. They lost to the Bills 20-23. to 23. That was a great football game. And now they get the Bengals coming up. Wow. That's a schedule. So here's, get, here's who the Ravens play. So the Ravens go Dolphins, Patriots, Bills, Bengals, Buccaneers. <laughs> Jesus, criminy, man. Well, Rodgers has beaten Brady. Um, Tom beat the team that the Eagles struggled with, the Cowboys. Joey beat Tua. Hurts beat Kirk Cousins. And there we go. Let me get on to week five. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson was a bum coach. you're only good if you beat Brady or Rodgers or Mahomes yeah because those are the people that own the Super Bowl path yeah because one of those four is going to win one of those three is going to win the Super Bowl yeah you got to go through those three guys to win the Super Bowl yes yes Ruffin you have to beat one of those three guys to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got me. <laughs> if you don't beat Aaron Rodgers in the NFC or you don't beat Tom Brady, you think you're going to the Super Bowl? I don't give a shit who you are. Matthew Stafford last year, hey, that's why everybody went, wow. Stafford had one playoff win. His entire career, 12 years in Detroit. 
And he got there with Los Angeles with a great play calling coach and Cooper Cup. And turned Cup actually into a great player. Cup prior to that, he had Devontae Smith numbers. They weren't over the top, exceptional. 900 here, 1,000 here. Because he had Jared Goff. You put a pro-style quarterback in Los Angeles, Cup's got 1,900 yards. You think there's any coincidence to that? Or no? Cup came into his own. <laughs> Cup came into his own. Probably so, right? Cooper Cup had marginal statistics, dude. Okay? Marginal. Marginal statistics. All right, let's get into week five here. I'm tired of talking about. Look, I'm going to say it one more time. I, I think Xander's having a problem hearing me now. They're good, man. Keep it up. You got Dallas. Dallas, Packers. I don't know about the Colts. You beat Dallas. People are going to go like this, even on the AFC side. You beat you you beat that Cowboy team. And by the way, do I think the Cowboys are great? No. But the Cowboys have been the problem for the Eagles since the 70s. And they'll always be. Because of the ownership. It's not that they don't like to not spend money. They just want to know not to spend money. Cowboys buy everything. Like the Yankees. Only difference is... They don't have as many championships as the Yankees. See, when the Yankees buy people, they win. At least if you're going to spend $200 million on a payroll, win, right? Like Like the Rams. The Rams spend money on their payroll and win. The Cowboys spend money on their payroll and lose. I mean, hey, Sills, 4-0. Oh, I know, man. It's great. 77 touchdown passes and 8,800 passing yards this year. AJ's going to have, what is he on pace for? 1,700 yards, man. Devontae, 1,100. Comical. Thursday night, Colts and Broncos. Um, that should be pretty interesting. Frank Wright and Chris Ballard are on notice, by the way. That's what reports are coming out of Indianapolis. They better win, man. I'll tell you this. If the Colts lose to that Broncos team, and I think they go, they would go what? Um, they would go one, three, they go two, three, and one. Or is it one, three, and one they'd go? Bro. Or oh, oh, four and one? I think something like that. Something really weird. If they go oh, four and one. The Colts, Frank Wright could be fired on Friday of this week. That'd be terrible. Chris Ballard's clearly on the block. And the whole thing is coming down on what happened a year ago with Carson Wentz. I see a whole lot of big network guys admitting and apologizing for Hurts' critics except you. Not apologizing for shit after four weeks. Apologizing for what? Are you crazy? You got 13 games, GT. 13 ball games. You apologize when the guy holds the Vince Lombardi trophy up. That's when you apologize and go, shit, or an MVP trophy. That's when you do that. You don't do it four games. 
Kirk Cousins win. Yeah. Yeah. I beat Cousins. <laughs> Keep it up, GT. Claim the fame. Jalen beat Kirk Cousins. Okay. <laughs> to start. Sunday games. You need to apologize. <laughs> Giants and Packers. Yeah, they'll get all over. By the way, so wait a minute. So guys like Colin Coward are saying that the Packers haven't played anybody. And they're beating up on shitty teams like Chicago, the Patriots. And they're criticizing Aaron Rodgers for having a 3-1 and record. But not the 4-0 Eagles. <laughs> and I agree. I think the Packers have played horseshit teams. They're playing the Giants, three and one. Oh, that's right. I forgot. They're in the East. They must be a powerhouse now. (laughs) Okay. Right? Packers haven't played anybody either. Well, they did play the Bucs. And they beat the Bucs. So they did beat the Bucs. Okay, wait a minute. They did beat the Bucs. Okay? They did beat the Bucs. So they do have a quality win on their schedule. It's funny in college you do the same thing. Who's your who's your quality opponent? Like Kansas should be number one according to some of you Eagle fans in the country because they're five and zero. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're better than Bama and, and Georgia, and the uh, the three and one Giants are better than the two and two Bucks. Okay. Chargers and Browns, interesting ball game. It's in Cleveland. Man, that Brandon Staley, man. I think they need a coaching change in Los Angeles, in my opinion. Um, Bears and Vikings. Oof. Bears and Vikings. <laughs> Another barn burner. If they the Vikings win, they're four and one now. Pretty good, man. Lions and Patriots. Whew. This was supposed to be the Matt Patricia and Belichick reunion. Um I, hey, yeah, the glasses are. Your hate for the Eagles is as big as your big waste. I told you the Eagles were going to win the NFC. What, 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 what did you miss in that? I said that in March. What did you miss? The hate for the Eagles? I predicted, I was the first person to predict that they would go to the NFC championship game and win it. And play Buffalo in the Super Bowl. I picked that in March of this year. That's a fact. Xander's got a soundbite for it. I know, but you keep keep picking on us because you act like a champion all the time. That's why your expectations are different. Don't get ahead of yourselves. And I am goofing on most of you because, dude, You haven't won anything except respect. You're out to a 4-0 start. Leave it there. Don't make it more than it is. Well, you know, they could beat you in 50 different... They have. But you want me to give credit for beating shitty teams. Congratulations. Welcome to the NFL as a good football team. Good teams don't act surprised or need respect. They already have it. You don't need that. Jesus, Cramony. Congratulations, you beat Washington. 
Congratulations, you beat Detroit. Congratulations, you beat the Jags. Really? You sound pathetic. Like you need pats on the back. Dude, champions like Kansas City, they weren't backslapping after they beat the Bucks at Raymond James. They moved on to the next week because they know it's a journey. Mud on. Act like champions. I'm sure when, um, Xander, I think Alabama plays A&M this week. So after they run that team off the field, I'm sure those Bama kids are going to be going, hey, coach, did you really love our effort? <laughs> well, you think Mahomes went into Andy Reid's office? Hey, did you like how I did? These guys don't need that. It's about the journey, man. Hey, Geno Smith. Is it me or is it this? Why am I getting the sense that Pete Carroll's going to win this conversation? If Belichick lost the divorce between him and Brady, why in the world do I feel like Pete Carroll's winning the divorce in the Russell Wilson case? Don't you feel that? I mean, I can't, but good for Gino, man. They're two and two on the season. And everyone was like, this is, I said it, this is the worst team in the league. I had so fast. I don't know what happened to Rashad Penny. He finally got an injection of here I am finally after what, three years since he came out of San Diego State? That guy has been dog shit. And all of a sudden now, what did he get, 157 this past week? I couldn't believe it, man. Okay. This guy's got DK Metcalf playing well. Geno Smith, the guy who got knocked out in the Jets locker room. Dude. It, Brandon, I know. Plus, he played behind that kid. What was his name? Carter? Carroll? They had a kid up there, right? That they drafted in the seventh round. And he was playing in front of Penny. He barely got any touches. I, I like, I hey, Gino or Hurts, come on, dude. Gino or Hurts. Gino Smith, please, don't compare Hurts to Gino Smith. Are you kidding me, man? Carson, that's it, Brandon. Thank you, man. Yeah. Dude, I, hey, I can't believe how well he's playing. Okay. I can't believe how well they're playing. Thanks, Tommy. Carson. Chris Carson, that's it. Dude, he he kept that job away from, from Penny. Plus, Penny was injured in and out of the IR list like the last three years. I watched him at San Diego State <laughs> after Donnell Pumphrey. I couldn't believe the Eagles took Donnell Pumphrey, man. I said, this kid, honestly, man, he needs two bricks to get to 160. He was a little dude, man. And the Eagles took him, man. I was like, wow, that guy won't that guy won't make the first cut. He's just a little guy. He had a great college career, though. I think he's second all time to the guy in Wisconsin, where he may be even the number one rusher of all time. I know Pumphrey put up some big numbers, man. I think they were kind of looking at him as like a Dave Meggett, maybe somebody like that they could play on third down. Okay. He had a really great college career. I thought he was a good player in college. I really did. Um, 
I, I never thought that he was a draft choice uh, guy, though. I thought that he would have been a free agent and somebody would have gave him a look. Like, he's not Westbrook or anything because he's not built like that. Hey, second to Marshall Falk all time. I, I, I thought he was a 6,000-yard rusher. Eagles fan, I, I thought he rushed Donald Pumphrey for over 6,000 yards. And I, I don't think Marshall Falk hit 6,000 yards. And Donald Pumphrey is San Diego State's all-time leading rusher, in my opinion. Um, yeah. No, he he's a good college player. Do the Eagles cover the spread from Vegas? They have the last four games. I, I, I got to wait till Thursday's injury report, GT. I want to wait till Thursday's injury report to see who's actually playing. Hey, by the way, did anybody get um, a status on Jordan Milana? Did anybody, I mean, I don't think the Eagles are going to let anything out because, you know, you want the other team and the opposing team to still have to game plan all these guys. But has anybody heard anything on the injuries on who's playing and who's not yet? They probably won't say anything until like Thursday when they have to. And isn't that crazy? National Football League, they report a Thursday injury report for the gamblers. <laughs> Gotta love the league. Why do it at all? So they can set the line? They're such low lives. <laughs> they are, man. <laughs> Nick said everyone should play. That's not what I heard. I heard that guy from NBC, that guy, what's his name, John Clark? Or someone posted that the Eagles signed an offensive lineman and that Jordan Mulata went in for an MRI, and they said that it could be a couple weeks before he plays. That wasn't my report. I took that from one of the Philly guys who were beat rider. So, again, I haven't heard either. I, I don't know. I'm just going by what some other people – uh, you're a Mahomes lover. Um, well, a guy who goes to four straight conference championship games, wins one, Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP. Why wouldn't you be? Oh, that's right. You root for a guy beating Kirk Cousins. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah Eagle fan, I, 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 I went by some of the postings. Not by me. I didn't hear anything in sight. I was just following on some of the injuries because Milano went in for an MRI and they said he might be out for a couple weeks and it might be a little time for him. The beat riders know nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dolphins and Jets. How about the Jets, man? I mean, wow. Zach Wilson gets a big win. Jesus. The Dolphins. Hey, it was really, it was really kind of the Dolphins to go that Tua Tug of Viola. Yeah, he's he's out this week. Really, Tucker Viola won't play again this year. You're not clearing that guy. What doctor in his right mind would clear someone who was cleared after two concussions in four days? What doctor in his right mind, dude? A witch doctor wouldn't clear that guy. A witch doctor, Doctor Julius Irvin wouldn't clear that guy. To play this year. Are you crazy? You think someone's putting their professional reputation and career on the line for Tug of Viola? <laughs> Not happening. This guy's going to have to have neurological tests 
after test, after test, after test. And the Dolphins are going to have to make a tough decision, like I said in the offseason on him. Okay? They're going to have to make the toughest decision. And then they got a PR mess to clean up. you got to move off the guy you put on the field and in danger. Why'd you put him out there? Well, because, you know, it was the, the, the special guy cleared him. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he worked for you. But, but no, he was an independent. Oh, really? Okay. Independent? Well, who hired him? Who recommended him? <laughs> the team? The league? Players Association? Shit. How many people think Tua plays again? How many people think Tua plays again in Miami? (laughs) You're going to clear that guy? How many injuries has he had since he came in there, since he came in from Alabama? Five? Six? It's a damn shame. It's a it's an awful story. Week 12, they fired that guy. Hey, Joseph, they fired the guy for what? Following the protocol that was put in place? What did they fire him for? What did they fire him for? They checked him on the game, Monday, Tuesday, even Wednesday. They put him through concussion protocols, and then he was cleared to play Thursday. That consultant did nothing wrong. But the NFL thought they would use him as a cover. Oh, really? Tua would be nothing without Hill and Waddle. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, hey, I think those two guys, Hill and Waddle, can make anybody look great. I think he might be done. Brian, that would be a horrible story. Really, uh, you know what, though? That head coach in Miami looks like a goon. Sean, all he did, and I tried to explain this to people. So Mike McDaniel was told by the team physician, he's cleared. What's he supposed to do? He's not a doctor. Now, did you hear what Belichick said this morning about the Tua case? He goes, I've overrided that. Yeah, well, Bill Belichick has that kind of, he's got that kind of, um, you know, push in that Patriot organization. He can override a doctor. Mike McDaniel, first year, hasn't done anything. He's not overriding team doctors. Oh, no, you're not playing. Why? Because I said, that's the human thing to do. It is. You're waiting your time seals. will never revisit any false stats or stats he from McNabb's 80-yard passing game against the Canes. Whatever, guy. 80-yard pass. Who's Syracuse? Who's Syracuse? (laughs) Syracuse. Miami. Really? Have you looked at the Hall of Fame list the last 10 years? You might want to check that. (laughs) Syracuse. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm I'm not blaming the coach either. I'm blaming the system. Falcons and Bucks. Falcons, man, they're kind of hanging in there, right? That should be – it's always an interesting game, especially when you have a divisional game, no matter who you play. Texans and Jags. Okay, so the Jags get to three and two. That improves that record 
of five and nine overall that the Eagles have played those teams. That doesn't prove it. Three and two. You know, you could have potentially a four and one Minnesota team. Could be good. 49ers, Panthers. So Jimmy Garoppolo's come in and saved the he saved the year. Man, you never want to wish any injury on anybody. But the best thing ever happened to the 49ers is Jimmy G's back. Okay. Who's Syracuse? In 1959, we won the national champion. They rolled helmets up and put them in their back pocket. 1959. Last time we won the national championship. <laughs> Syracuse. <laughs> that Jim Brown played there. I know, man, in the 50s. Okay. You, you like drove your horse to Syracuse to go to classes when Jim Brown went to school. <laughs> um, Sills, if Wentz has another bad day, would you sit him? They can't. They're paying him 30 million bucks. You're going to sit him for Tyler Heineke? Dude, people keep going, hey, well, Carson Wentz, man. Carson Wentz, he, um, yeah, he, they're going to sit him. You're going to sit a $30 million a year guy. And then you got to explain it to that tool owner, Daniel Snyder, that you're paying Tyler Heineke, who makes like $2 million a year, and another guy who's making 30 sit in the bench. <laughs> okay. Patrick Willis or Ray Lewis. Come on, dog. Ray Lewis is the greatest middle linebacker to ever play in National Football League. Three-time or two-time defensive player of the year. Super Bowl MVP. 12 all-pro teams. <laughs> Come on, man. Starter on the all-time team. 100, 100th anniversary team. Ray Lewis. Shit, dude. Look how many Canes are on that team. Should have been three, but Ed Reed's on it. Ray Lewis is on it. Jim Otto's on it. There's three canes. Ted Hendricks is on it. There's four canes. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Johnson couldn't hold Don Shula's jockstrap. Then how come Jimmy's got as many Super Bowl wins? <laughs> Cowboys and Rams. If you had to pick the best defensive football player in the NFL today, would you take Aaron Donald or Michael Parsons? Who would you take? Okay. Mike on YouTube, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> would you take Michael Parsons, Hassan Reddick, in the same discussion as Aaron Donald and Michael Parsons? I would say this to Hassan. Hey, go get me a cup of coffee, dude. <laughs> Parsons? Donald. Parsons. I'd still take Donald. Okay? I'd still take Aaron Donald. He's still a force in there. He did. You see him not – hey, for whatever reason, last night during the game, you see the 49ers just let him run loose. Jimmy Garoppolo goes, ah, I think I'm getting down. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he goes like this. I think I'm getting down. He just got for whatever reason, man. Can you imagine the Niners let him loose? Right tackle went to the right, guard went to the left. Donald just took off running. Grapple goes, Yeah, I think I'm gonna get down. <laughs> Nick Bose is better than Donald. I do like I do I do like that. Boy, I'll tell you, man, the 49ers are a tough team. They are a tough team. I was telling Xander prior to the show, boy, man, if the if the 49ers and the Eagles played, you better button up. You better strap up, man. And you don't, that's what you call a hot tub game. Because you're gonna need a hot tub after that thing, man. There's gonna be a lot of people hurt after that. Dude, that that's a game where, man, you uh you better have a your mouthpiece in and your chin strap buckled good and tight. Better check your screws on your helmet. Because, man, you're going to get whacked in that game, man. Whew. Eagles win by 14. Right. Well, you lost to them last year. Jimmy G, baby, doesn't lose ball games. What's that Garoppolo record now, man? 39 and 16? Whew. Wow, man, I agree with you. 365, I agree. That'd be a body bag game, man. Good grief. Seals, would you consider rotating Dean in some kind of pass rushing role? I like that. I like that. I I, I, I want I would want to see him on the field more. He's a playmaker, man. Why put him on the bench? And I get TJ and Kaiser are playing well, but you got to get him on the field a little bit, man. I'd, I'd like to see him. Dean makes Reddick look like Goliath. That's another thing. Hey, you know what, though, Xander? You, when you watch Denzel Perriman play, look at Denzel Perriman for the Raiders. I swear to you, I love the kid. He's a Miami Hurricane, and he's played a shitload of years. He came walking towards me. I'm not kidding you. I, 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 he came walking towards me, and I was like, wow, what is that? Running back? Third down back? He's like 5'10 and a half, 205. I couldn't believe how tiny he was. And he's a hitting machine. He's a tackling machine. He was that way with the Chargers, and he's that way with the Raiders. He's a little dude. And both Reddick and Dean are little dudes. Ruffin. Oh, look at this. He's fifth in sacks since 2020. Fifth in sacks. He's got almost as many teams as he's been on since 2000. How many teams? 2021, two. Ah, third team in three years. Hey, got it going on. It'd be like trading Michael Parsons three times. Nobody does that. Okay. Jimmy G runs out, not the end zone, but out of the stadium. Uh, Jimmy wins, you mean. Jimmy wins, you mean. Jimmy Garoppolo, I got to take a look at that. I got to look at Garoppolo's win now. I got to look how many wins. How many wins does this guy have as a starting quarterback? But he sucks. Jimmy Garoppolo's stats. I got to look at this, man. This guy here, what a machine. A la machine. So Garoppolo now... Here's Jimmy's record. 
his career in San Francisco, he's 32 and 15 and oh. And his overall record, he's 34-15 if you add the five playoff games. Jimmy Garoppolo is 39-17. and And you're firing that. (laughs) And Kyle Shanahan's 9-29 without him. You add it up. He's 9-29 without him. Here's the difference. Trey Lance may be a better athlete. Here, here, here we go with the conversation again. Trey Lance may be a better athlete than Jimmy Garoppolo will ever be. That don't mean he's a better quarterback. That don't mean he can get teams to the NFC Championship game. Like, this guy's done and won. Yeah, but the team carried him. Well, what happened to those other games? Those other 38 games in Kyle Shanahan's brilliant career. Kyle Shanahan has lost 39 to 38, 29 to 38 games without Garoppolo. <laughs> Not a ringing endorsement for a coach until you add his record in. Jimmy sucks. <laughs> well, really? I could make the point to you that I could find maybe three guys with better win percentages than Garoppolo since he started. Look at Brandon. Grublo has been trashed in almost every big game in San Francisco. He's 5-2 and two in the postseason. He's got a better win percentage than Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, Warren Moon, and he sucks. Okay. Dan Marino, 7-9 and nine in the postseason. Peyton Manning, his numbers... He's 14 and 13. <laughs> it, it, Jimmy G, I, I do dig the, um, I like, I, I like the sub commercials. I, I like it. Samplers. <laughs> hey, hey man, you don't re- see people don't respect Garoppolo's 39 and 17 record. Okay. But you respect beating Kirk Cousins. Okay. Let me take a time out on that one. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the stakes and the stakes, go to get your parlay on, go to get your party on, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean, visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. 
Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Garoppolo has beaten mediocre and bad teams in the postseason. He's choked repeatedly in big games. You mean like last year when he kicked the shit out of Dallas in Dallas and that same Cowboy team plastered the Eagles last year? You mean that guy? See, use your own philosophy when you look at your own team. They go into Dallas last year on the road and they beat the Cowboys and Aaron Rodgers in consecutive playoff weeks. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. The other guys did it. <laughs> of course. The Why are they 9-29 and 29 without him? You can't explain that. They're 9-29 and 29 without Jimmy Garoppolo. With him, they're 39-17. and 17. And five and two in the postseason. There's no way else to explain it. He is the guy. You're telling me you think they're a better team with Trey Lance right now than with Jimmy Garoppolo. They just beat the shit out of the Rams. The reigning champs. And you think Trey Lance is better. Well, I don't know about you, but yesterday, Jimmy G looked pretty good against the Rams. And by the way, Debo Samuel, hey, man, that guy is somebody special. That guy's special, man. I'll tell you this. I'll make this concession with you. The two best receivers in the first four weeks of the season are A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel. Oh, yeah. Dude, the Jaguars, I kept saying this. Hey, dude, I'm watching – hey, I'm watching, I'm watching um, the uh, the game 
against the Jags. And I look at my wife, I go, dude, if I were them, I just keep throwing it to AJ. I just keep throwing it to AJ, dude. <laughs> oh man. Debo missed those some those same games. Oh, really? So every one of the games. So both. So wait a minute. <laughs> He's missed 38 games, Debo Samuel, in his career? I'll have to look that up. I didn't I didn't know he was that injury prone. Debo Samuel has missed 38 ball games. Let's see, 29. Yeah. He's missed 38 games in his career. I'll have to look that one up. I didn't know he was that, I didn't know he was that injury prone. You picked the Eagles to win the NFC, correct? Before the moves. No, I picked them. Um I think we did that in March. The Eagles, I think we did it in March. Yeah, I think I did that before the draft. Maybe May, I can't remember. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, March or May, I, I forget. Hey, Dan, who's on the show tomorrow? Oh, Grasshopper. Um, I believe we're getting Seth. I have to wait and see. Okay, I have to wait and see for Seth. Uh, he's pretty busy lately. Krause has got him jumping around, man. So I have to wait and see on Seth. Seth, uh, he's, a, he's a wanted man. Chase or Jefferson? Jefferson all night. Okay. <laughs> Gary Cobb, that's funny, man. Okay. Yeah. Bengals and Ravens. There's a schedule. The Ravens Bengals playing last week. The Ravens played the Bills. So wait a minute here. Here's the Ravens schedule. So the Ravens last week played Buffalo. <laughs> now they got to play the reigning AFC champions at home in Baltimore on Sunday. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Did you? Hey, I'm here to help. I'm just trying to. Keep things, okay, I'm just trying to keep things level-headed here. That's all I'm doing. I'm just trying to keep things in perspective. Ravens are a good football team, man, but they got to win games. That AFC, man, you can't get too far behind because you'll get left behind. Okay? I, hey, hey, man, dude, I think the Eagles are in that same boat right now, 17-04. and 04. I actually like that old four team. Dude, that old four team, I'll tell you, wait a minute. What would hey, what was the team that lost to the Bucks the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl? What 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 was the year? What was that Eagle team? I thought that Eagle team was a Super Bowl champion team. They lost the NFC champion. It might have been the last game at the vet. It may have been the last game at the vet. I forget that, man. What year was that? What year was that? The last, it was an NFC title game and the Bucs won that game in Philly. I thought the winner of that game between, I no, I don't think it was 99. 
It's the year the Bucs won the Super Bowl. 0-2. 0-2. Dank. Dank. Um, the year the, the, the year the Bucks won the Super Bowl. 0-3? Okay. The year the Bucs went into Philly, I think it was the last home game <clears throat> at the vet. I, I remember going on the air the next day because we had the Bucks on my radio station in Tampa, WDAE. And I said the winner of this game will win the Super Bowl. They'll beat the shit out of the Raiders. Um, th- th- that team, that 0-2 team that the Eagles had, I thought that was better than your 0-4 team. That was even with T.O., that team was good, man, and they were good on defense. That was a great football team. That was. I remember telling Warren Sapp that. I go, Sapp, I go, man, that Eagle team, dude. The Eagles should have won a Super Bowl that year. But the Bucs were so good on defense. I mean, dude, and it must have killed everybody because you lose to Brad Johnson. I mean, McNabb loses to Brad Johnson in an NFC championship game. That's not good. On one's resume, you can't lose to Brad Johnson in the NFC title game. But the Bucks were so good on defense, man. They were, yeah, the Gruden Bowl. Dude, there was no doubt the Buccaneers were going to win that game in San Diego. They won that Super Bowl in San Diego. It was the last Super Bowl played in San Diego. I went, I went to that one, and I went to the Broncos and Packers. I believe that was Elway's final game when he won the Super Bowl. I've got the patch somewhere. Actually, I think I got this down here. I think you guys are going to dig this. I got something pretty cool down here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Check this out. Went to the Super Bowl. Here's my Super Bowl bag. Um, My, yeah. 90, is that 98? When the Packers played? Jeez, what's in here? Yeah, this is my Super Bowl bag that the media guys get when they go to the game to give us a whole shitload of stuff. I forget. I, I, I think that says 98. Yeah, that's 98. That was a good ball game, though. That was, I believe that was Elway's final game. Sills, what would it take for you to wear a Hertz jersey? A Super Bowl win. A Super Bowl win. Elway beat Atlanta the next year? I think that's right. They beat Dan. Was it Dan Reeves? I think he beat Dan Reeves. Yeah, 98 Broncos, 99 Rams. That's right. Dude, I know. I got it. Dude, I have so much crap. All right. <laughs> hey, look at this. Just out of nowhere. Here's an Ozzie Gann baseball. Ozzie Gann, I don't know if you guys know who he is. Won, won the uh, World Series for the White Sox. Yeah. Ozzie Gann, I don't know. Is it? I put, I don't know. I got, I got everything everywhere. I showed you this. Evan Longoria signed this. <laughs> I got shit everywhere. 
Jerome Brown. <laughs> oh, man. What would you take for you to wear a Lawrence jersey? Trevor Lawrence? Long time. Where's your Foles jersey? Big Sills doesn't wear substitute teacher jerseys. Okay. <laughs> Foles is great. It'll always be, man. Hey, Richie, garbage sale? Or wait, a garage sale? My wife's been, hey, my wife's been dying for me to do something like that. Give me that. That dude was amazing. <laughs> ah, dude, if people only knew the shit that I had. Dude, I got a ton of it. It's the boxes and boxes and boxes of it. You know, hey, oh my God, before I before I leave, you guys want me to dig my my Bergie Philadelphia Eagle jersey out? He signed it and gave it to me at a Super Bowl. I got a Bill Bergie jersey. Maybe I'll hang it. I'll put Bill Ber Would you guys be all right with Bill Bergie? I'll put a Bergie jersey up. I got that somewhere. What about Derek Brooks? Uh, <laughs> what about Derek Brooks? I, ha I have a signed picture with him somewhere. I got to get out of here. Anyway, it's been great. Please do me a favor. Hit the like button. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow going three to six. We'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.